Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 281. Damn! That's right. <laughs> yo, that's a lot of episodes, yo. <laughs> this time I didn't even do it. <laughs> that's a lot of episodes, for real. That's right. And it is uh, Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. I am your host, Victor Olmoyo. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. And joining us live in the Codex Prime Studios, a.k.a. my apartment, we have uh, a local uh, Providence stand-up comedian, uh, proud Cape Verdean. Um, he loves Kachoop. Ladies and gentlemen and party people, please give it up for Mr. Kuze. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up? Well, isn't it Kachupa? Yeah. Kachup. No, nah, you listen. He, you know what I mean? I let him roll that out because I was like, I don't want to get him, whatever. He, he was close. You know what I mean? All right. All right. Trust me. There's a lot of people that mess it out. He was close. He was real close because there's some people that be like, I love Kachupis. They do like, not say that. Yo, dead. Yo, I've heard all variations. Kachupis. Kashupi, Kachupashas, all time. I'm like, you know what? Just just come to the show. I got you. Just come to the show. <laughs> come to the show. All right. All right. Sweet in the building. Let's go. Yeah. And as Carl is sharing the episode around uh, Facebook, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. Uh, Silk City Hot Sauce, they're a Vermont-based uh, business with all sorts of unique hot sauce flavors from Cherry Street Racha to uh, maple flavored maple syrup-flavored hot syrup, uh, hot sauce that you can pour all over your Egg McMuffin or pancakes. They even have Ram Skull Blueberry flavor. They have Badass Jew, Erotic Fever, which is my favorite one. And for, almost gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you have some wings, Silk City yeah. Hot Sauce... Has got you covered. So uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. I'm going to be honest with you. All the flavors and how he said that, that sounds like nothing you want to put a wing on. That sounds like you get that at the XXX store. You know what I mean? That sounds like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, like, it probably bang. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. It listen, sounds like, listen. you know what I mean? It sounds like some massage oil you should put on your girl listen. at a certain time. You're like, yeah, baby, I'm put this silk. I'm going to put that silk cherry wing sauce on your back and you rub see, that in. You ever see Don't Be a Menace? Uh, yeah, of course. All right, Come then. on now. <laughs> All right, then. Oh. There we go. Oh, he caught it us. hit me. Like when you said I had to think of the part and I was like, oh, you, na- you nasty. You just, <laughs> just nasty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. You, so, yeah. Use the promo code uh, CODEX, C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order from SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use a hot sauce for whatever you want. Let your imagination run wild, people. Uh-huh. Right. Notice he gave me the look, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you 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 put a whole scene to it. You was like, yo, remember that part? And don't be a menace. I'm over here now. The whole time I'm sitting over here, I'm going, Ashtray, stop. Don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> My bad. My bad. I am not. I am not Tyrone. No. Oh, we interact. Yeah, we interact with the with our comments too. Oh, so they, they called you Tyrone. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You look like a Tyrone. You do. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. You be a Tyrone. Be a Tyrone. All right. He got that little the, the beard not fully connected. Tyrone. It doesn't connect. Mine don't connect either. That's why I don't grow it. But yeah, you got that like a little piece missing type. Yeah, you a Tyrone. You get yelled at by females on some bullshit. I could tell. On some bullshit. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> You ain't put gas in my car again. I'm sick of this. I'm done with you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got TJ uh, Tyrone Johnson, one of our uh, longtime viewers and listeners. Uh, he says Carl is definitely a toe licker. Not um, true, sir. Wow. Not true. Uh, wow. Yeah, if, you, if, you see, uh, if you saw one of our um, 
our our extra videos. Oh, on oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> he did that to you, yep. bro. If you see one of our extra videos on our uh, Codex Prime Facebook page, Carl took the toe of Satan challenge. Okay, now the toe of Satan, <laughs> before you give me that look, the toe of Satan is the world's hottest candy. Listen here, bro. <laughs> I feel like you hide sandals in your room and stuff. Like when people not looking, you take their sandals and stuff and just be sniffing them and stuff like that. Like I believe everything that Tyrone says. I believe everything that he says. Why he he, he, he seems like he know you personally. And you over here. Oh, he's one of my best friends. Satan, so. You you over here eating Satan toes. I feel like your toe level of of freakiness was just like nah. I'm good. With the regular toe, I need a Satan toe. I need to eat some toes that is hot. I need a flavor. You, you, it's all good, bro. I'm, I'm not getting roasted you. on my own podcast. You are getting roasted. You were here eating on Satan toes. What's next? What's next? You know what I mean? What's next? I'm sure there's some kind of crazy challenge I do that does not. When you get a involve- Kennedy Plaza toe. That's I like that. <laughs> oh, it's different. It's tangy. It got a tang to it. I like that ripped the tang. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, you just made me think of that. How um, dudes from different parts of Rhode Island holla at girls. That's me. Yeah, that's what I was that video. No, it was that's your me. video. That's why. That's how I first found you. I'm like, yo, he's right about a lot of this shit. <laughs> 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 Tune hot moon socket heads like a drip to Providence is like a luxury. Yo, I, I get, I get a lot of, I get a lot of flack for that moon socket thing. But I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, yo. Wound socket, we should just cancel it. It should never. Wound socket in Central Falls just don't even need, need to be a part of Rhode Island. We should just, you know what I mean? Like if you're from Wound socket, you can't even say that. You know what I mean? Like anybody, yo, I, I live in Wound socket. I automatically think you stink. Like <laughs> you stink. You know, like if you, yeah, I'm from Wound socket, but he don't wear deodorant. I know it. You know what I mean? And yeah. he wear Jordans that Jordan never wore. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that automatic. And his shirt's dirty. And uh, Shay says hi. Oh, Shay? Shay Johnson. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up, Shay Johnson? Let me see. I'm, I'm oh, Shay's, Shay's married to TJ. Oh, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. I probably know. Listen, I'm bad with names. I'm good with faces. I remember your face. I will mess up your name. I don't put the full government on face. No, it's all good. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, so uh, the reason why we have you on, because this Friday, we have the Where's the Funny comedy show Yes. at Alchemy. Mm-hmm. This gentleman to my left is gonna be high. Is the highlight the headliner? This month, he called me a highlight. <laughs> Do you I gotta get you back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, the headliner. I, 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 I like him. See, I knew since when I came in. I like. I knew he was on that bull. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, no. Why he can't say stuff right? Them toes. He got a toe jam cut wow. in the middle, in the inner, inner part of his cheek. Got toe jam cuts in the middle of your cheek. But uh, yeah, um, May sixth. Yeah, we're gonna be um at Alchemy. It's gonna be the third, um, basically the third show that we we're doing. Um, and that's by my man, um, Juan Wilson. Um, yes. he's uh, yo, he's a great dude. Juan Wilson is a hell of a dude. He don't just do comedy. He does a bunch of stuff. Uh, he got the poetry slam. He does all type of fundraisers and whatever. And he's a founder of the. I don't want to say of uh, the Muse Foundation. Muse M U S E. I'm saying that right, right? Oh, Muse? Muse. There we go. Muse. Um, so, yeah, man. He's a cool dude. I actually hit him up, and I was like, yo, put a brother on. He was like, I don't know you. And I was like, you need to find out. And next thing I know, he was like, all right, go. Boom, done. And we just did the show and everything. So now May 6th, we're going to be out there doing our thing. It's going to be uh, Black Savvy. He's going to be the host. Um, my boy, Dan Martin, and another comedian, Alan Monroe. 
So it's gonna be lit. Alan Monroe, I seen him perform with. I seen him perform at Comedy Connection. He's a good. He's good. Yo, he's funny. What I like about him, I, I feel like he's like like the like a Fred Durst of comedy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yo, like I'm like he can. You know what I mean? Like he can roll with the black crowd. He can roll with the white crowd. He gonna bring a different element, and he's just you know he's like that one white friend that you might let say the n word, but you like. Nope. Nah. Nope. nope. <laughs> like, you, that cool. you look at him, you be like, oh, if you okay. had a tan, I might. But uh. okay, you know what? It is? But he's cool as shit. Remember? Okay, did you watch wrestling back in the day? Yeah, of course I did. Of course you, I did. Remember the nation? I was a w- WCW guy. Oh, really? I was a WCW guy. I, I I wasn't a WWF guy. I was a WCW guy. Right, remember, Owen Hart was part of the nation. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I and you know, that. it's like he had to do something to earn them brothers' respect, like uh, Dave Chappelle said. I think he probably like braided like one of their hair one day or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let me braid that. Let me corn roll that up real quick. Or maybe he like made collard greens or something. I don't know. Everybody got an honorary white friend that you're like, yo, you you cool as shit. You know what I mean? Like, everybody got a. I can swear a little bit. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Everybody got a white friend that you like. Yo, he almost black. You, he almost quite there. Everybody got a white friend. If you don't, a- uh, you should get one. <laughs> <laughs> They'll try Not to cross that though. Oh, that don't damn. count. That don't count. You get a friend from Moonsocket that's white. That's not a white friend. That's a that's a liability. Don't do that. <laughs> liability. Yeah. You should get a, you should get arrested. Anyway. Oh uh, man. Yo. So how did you get into comedy? How did I get into comedy? I'm gonna be honest with you. Comedy for me started as a youngin. You know what I mean? If you look at me, I have big eyes. Very big eyes. I've had big eyes all my life. So when I was young, like, you know what I mean? I grew up on the West End. I went to Gilbert Stewart when it was elementary. I have heard every eyeball joke you can think of. I remember one time a kid came behind me and just did like this, and he was like, oh, snap, a human binocular. Oh, Like, yo, you know what I mean? So you keep getting roasted. Like I would want to fight. I used to fight. You know what I mean? Five, six years old fighting, and I, you know, and I grew up in the. You know what I mean? I'm an '80s baby. I grew up in the '90s, and I would watch and live in color. And I would watch how they had the dirty dozens and certain stuff like that. Your mama jokes, whatever. So as a kid, I just was like, boom. I'm like, I'm not gonna fight people no more. I'm gonna do these jokes. I'm a clown around with people. And you know, as you when you first start off, your mama's so fat she jumped yeah. in there and got stuck. You know. Right. <laughs> but as I, you know, started. Really, you know, feeling it. it went from Martin Lawrence, you know what I mean, watching Martin Lawrence to actually watching his special, you know, then Eddie Murphy. And, you know, as time went on, when I hit my like mid, like my early 20s, I was like, yo, I want to do this. I want to do this. But you know what I mean? Like, I didn't really, you know, when you're young like that, you're like, whatever. I didn't really like pursue it. So some years went by. I had a couple kids and I was about 28 years old with my dad. My dad, you know, he was always sick and stuff like that. My dad was a funny dude. My mom's funny. A lot of people in my family is funny. But, uh, you know what I mean? I worked at, a, I, work, I still work, you know, my regular job, whatever. But I work at a, um, I work at a, I work at the Rhode Island Veterans Home. And I talk to a lot of the older guys there, you know what I mean? And I was talking to one dude and I was telling him I want to do comedy. My pops was telling me, let's do comedy. And one of the older dudes, he had dementia. I can't say his name. He passed away anyway. Yeah. But he would go in and out. Like, people that have dementia, they go in and out. Right. But he was my boy. I talked yeah. to him all the time. Sometimes when he was in, we have a cool conversation. But then when he gun went out, like, vegetable <laughs> soup. Like, all right, whatever. But one day we was talking, and I was telling him, I was like, yo, I want to do this comedy. I have a dream. And he, he came in, like, and he was just like, don't ever, don't ever, don't ever not do something. He had to shake. He was like, don't ever not do something. You'll be like me. You'll live to regret it. He goes, I do it and then went right out 
vegetable soup talking about other stuff and I I felt like that was like you know how some people would be like yo that's God talking to me or the yeah. universe whatever for me at that moment I was like this dude got dementia he would go in and out and I'm talking to him because I just whatever and he said that and then my pops was saying it so on April 22nd of 2012 I said you know what well, before that, that was the day that I did my first show, but it was a month before that. You know, we had the phones or whatever, so I Googled up how could I, you know, what's a local stand-up, whatever, and the comedy connection came, and uh, I ended up hitting it up, and it was a number, uh, and, you know, the number, whatever, I found the number, and it was this guy, his name is John Parada. And John, if you don't know John Parada, he's like, they call him the Italian Don Rickles of Rhode Island. He's a R.I. Comedy Hall of Fame inductee. He's been doing it for years. He's helped out bunch of people they consider him like the godfather so he hits me up you know after i sent him a message he hits me up he goes he talks with the italian he goes yo brother i got a spot for you come down comedy connection you bring some people whatever whatever see how you do so i watched richard Pryor, the 1977 show not the one this, this was before he got all burnt up yeah. i watched that every single because i had called him up in march I watched that every single day until the day that I was to, you know, do my first show. And I wasn't trying to copy whatever. I would just pay attention to his mannerisms, his transition, what he did on stage, if people heckled him. I just studied him for that whole month. So I was literally, like, taking it serious because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So my first time up there, everybody's like, yo, you nervous? I'm like, nah, I'm not nervous. I'm just trying to remember. I want to make sure I remember all my jokes or whatever. Now, the first time you go up there, you, you see these comedians, whatever. Yo, five minutes when you first start, it seems like a long time. But I've had prepared for a certain amount of jokes, so I just did it. So, actually, it's been 10 years. Actually, last two weeks ago uh, makes 10 years or whatever. But that first time going up on stage, I had my family out. Everybody was ready for me. I mean, mad people came out to support me because they always like, yo, you funny. You should have been did this. But when I did it, I was like a crackhead instantly. Like, soon as you go on stage and you get that, you DJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? When you touch the turntables, you, you is it so bad where you could be at a party, right? And you see the DJ. You're not there to be a DJ, but you looking at that DJ and you going, yo, let me just get like an hour set. Let me get just a quick hour, please. Yep. It was instantly like that. Like that first time I went home, I was bliss. And I just was like, yo, I need to figure out how I'm gonna do this. And John Parada hit me up again. I started doing some open uh some open spots. Open spot basically. You ain't getting paid. You gotta pay your dues. Comedy, real comedians, don't get me wrong, you know, the comedians that are on Instagram and do the skits and stuff, I, I love what they do. But when you're doing real comedy in front of people and stuff like that, you gotta go through your steps. That's why TI having a problem now. He's trying to skip steps. You got to do the open mics. You got to do the open spots. You got to work that way up so then you can get to host level. Then when you start hosting, you get to feature level. Then you start to get to headline level. You start creating your shows, whatever. Some of these comedians now, they make it on Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok, whatever. They think they, they you know, oh, I'm the shit. No, you're not. Yeah, you funny on TikTok, whatever. Can you do this for 45 minutes on the stage and make people laugh that you ain't never seen before? Totally different beast. But, bruh, I, I never stopped. I never stopped, bro. Like, my pops passed away. That was the only time I stopped. He passed away. I started in April, and he passed away in November. Mm. I stopped for four months just because, you know. Grieving, yeah. But I jumped right back in it, and I never stopped. You know, I've had ups, downs, whatever, but that's how I started. And 
I'm be honest with you, yo. I'm gonna do this until I'm in a wheelchair, until I'm old, until I can't. If I can't do it no more, that's what the day I'm gonna stop. That's the day I'm gonna stop. Until then, I'm you're gonna see me all the time. <laughs> that's what, that's what's up, man. So who were your uh, inspirations other than uh, Richard Pryor? And stuff? Oh, man. I right, you know I, I'm gonna I'll give you my top five. Yeah, top, top five. five. I, I like to do top five. Richard Pryor is number one, of course. But this is gonna be this is gonna be crazy. Richard Pryor is number one. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, number two for me. Really? The reason why is because his stand-up, people forget about his stand-up. Deaf Comedy Jam host. Deaf Comedy Jam host. Multiple seasons. His regulars, all his stuff, whatever, he's fire. To me, he's one of the best. My third person, I'm going to go Dave Chappelle. The reason why I got to go Dave Chappelle is, I mean, that dude is, yo, Dave Chappelle is the man. He's the only person that I've seen can take stuff that you're not supposed to even touch. There's certain things as comedians we don't touch. He's doing the transgender jokes and stuff. It's it's funny. You know what I mean? So we we got number three. He's number yeah. three. Uh, Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna be honest with you. Eddie Murphy and and Richard Pryor to me are like Jordan and Kobe. You know what I mean? So like I get, yeah. Richard Pryor to me is Jordan. Eddie Murphy's Kobe. Like that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's they're both, you know what I mean? And Eddie Murphy has said that. You know what I mean? He's like, you see me, I got that from Richard. You know what I mean? And uh my third my my last guy is uh George Collin, man. Yo George Collin was a real one. Yo, he's he's different. He's a real one. And a lot of things he used to like he would say back then still resonate to this day. Like still hold up to this day. Yeah. What I like about his style too is he actually He's funny, but makes you think. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you be sitting there thinking. Like, I remember one time he was talking. He was like, what if we... He goes, what if we... Li-? One of his jer- jokes was basically saying, like, what if we're living in reverse? You know what I mean? Like, what if we... You know what I mean? Like, if you die and you come back as a zombie and then when you live your old age and then, like, what if we're living in reverse? It was some type of joke like that. But I just was like... It was funny how he was, you know, putting a little... But in my mind, I was like, maybe we are. Or maybe it was a circle of life. Like, he had me thinking about stuff. You yeah. know when you start thinking about stuff, you shouldn't. You go down that dark hole. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah now you're over here like, Transformers could have ruled the world. Talking about stupid stuff. <laughs> it's that type of dude. You know what I mean? You go down that rabbit hole. You know that rabbit hole. That All, rabbit right. Hole. All right. So, okay. I got it. I got another one. So, one, one episode we did, we uh we had shout outs to the homie Bad Lad. We had him Bad on the lad. show. We... I just did a list. <laughs> oh God, we, no, no, we're no. not going there. Oh, Bad lad, I love you, bro. We, I'm not doing that with you. We're not doing that <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. You, you, I remember the story about the list I told you about, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that, that's where that came from. So we had a hip hop album, but verses. A hip hop album, but versus? yeah, but we would put like one hip hop album versus another, and Ooh, we would talk over it. Okay. So I want to bring out a couple. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna think of a couple just off the rip. Vic, you can join in as well, and all that, or you can even bring some to us. Okay. Comedy specials. Comedy specials, easy. Okay. So I want to say I'm gonna at least start. I'm gonna start off with Eddie Murphy. No, no. no. Eddie Murphy's Raw or Richard Pryor's uh, Saturday, Live from Saturday Night? Live from Saturday Night. That was 19... I think it was like 77, I No, think? not that. Uh, oh, the Live from... Seven, oh, the, with the silk shirt? Yeah. You had silk... Oh, man. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. That, I'm thinking the one with the one when with he, the when, he, he, when he the red With the red shirt, he's sweating, and he's yeah. talking... Uh, uh, Patty LaBelle. No, Pat, no, Patty, Patty LaBelle, him and Patty LaBelle did the show. That was 1977. Uh, 
Then he had the one where uh, he's standing up, holding whatever. That's um, when he got the red. He's wearing a suit. The red suit, right? He's wearing a yeah. That yeah. one. That's when he talks about um, he's not going to say the n word no more. Gotcha. Because I because I remember the you one. See how I much remember I studied these. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking the mud bone skit. Yeah, the mud bone. He did the mud bone skit there. All right, that I'm, one. Uh, against Raw. Yeah. I still take the Richard Pryor. You, would you? Slightly. If it was <laughs> if you if it was the 1977 Richard, I've like I said, I study that. I will watch that. Overall, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Now, Delirious to me is better than Raw. I agree. Delirious is better than Raw. And the reason why I like Delirious is because I felt like he went in. I felt like Raw was, you know, what I mean, like he was still going in, whatever. But I felt like Delirious was like boom in your face. That was his break. His breakout. Yeah. His breakout, especially with the whole, when he does the impression of his father. Yeah. That this is my house. Yeah. That yeah. The oh. Goonie Goo-Goos. That one. Yeah. The Goonie Goo-Goos. You have, you've seen Delirious, right? Yeah, yeah I've seen Delirious. Okay. He got the red suit on. The reds yeah. don't match. Like I said, that, to me, is be- Eddie's best. Don't get me wrong. I do like Raw, but I just feel like Delirious was a little bit more a heavy hitter. It's, a, it's hitting more. It's hitting on that. I, get, I give Delirious a nine. I give Raw an eight. Mm. You know what I mean? But both, don't get me wrong, legendary. Both of them are good. Okay. Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker versus Dave Chappelle's Killing Him Softly. Killing Him Softly. Really? Killing Him Softly. Oh, my. Killing Him Softly. Bigger and Blacker was like my Bible at that time. Don't get me wrong. All right. Chris Rock, don't get me wrong. I love that one. But, yo, Dave Chappelle, Killing Him Softly? Yo, when that came, I literally waited. I was like a... I was sitting there looking. Oh, I had three days left. I had two days left. You know what I mean? Like, I scheduled the day off. I got my snacks, my little liquor. I had all my little stuff. I told and I, yo, I told everybody, don't bother me. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't Facebook me. Don't Facebook post me. Don't Instagram. Don't TikTok me. Don't none of that stuff. Don't even MySpace me. Don't email <laughs> me. Don't nothing. Because I'm not saying nothing to you. I sat and watched Killing Me Softly back to back to back. All day long, like it was back to back to back. You know what I mean, but uh, that, that I will be. That is a tough matchup because I will say that Chris Chris Rock is. You know what I mean? I just I, I'm gonna give it. I gotta give it to Dave Chappelle and that killing me softly is. is Damn. Alright, let me think. Let me try. I think. In Living Color versus Chappelle show. In Living Color versus Chappelle show. Wow. Man, all right, all right. You see, this one right here, this is where you mess with me because you're messing with my childhood <laughs> versus my adolescent, not my child, my, not my adolescent years, my like early 20s. Early adult, yeah. Like teenage, you know what I mean? Because that came out, what, 2003? I want to say. Chappelle Show? Chappelle, Chappelle Show, yeah. 2003, so I was 20. You know what I mean? So, oh, man. All right, listen, listen. I'm going to pick in Living Color just for the simple fact that in Living Color was doing things that nobody ever seen. Saturday Night Live wasn't doing it, whatever the case may be. And Living Color helped so many different comedians from Jamie Foxx, Jamie, uh, Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey, um, Davey, uh, um, David Allen Greer. Da- yeah, David Allen Greer. Um, Tom. Tommy Davidson. Yeah, Tommy Davidson. You know what I mean? And they was doing Jamaican swears. 
They, they was doing Jamaican swears. They was touching. You know what I mean? They they was irrelevant now. But don't get me wrong. Like Dave Chappelle, man, that Dave Chappelle show. Come on, Charlie Murphy stories. Ah, oh, you that I, that one's a hard one. I'm gonna be honest with you. That one that I'm like I said, I'm only picking in living color, is because it associates with me. Like if. Oh, don't have, don't do that again. That's so disrespectful. <laughs> you gotta remember too, like before memes, people was just quoting Chappelle show I know. for no reason. Like they had Tourette's, you know. You just walk up to people, I'm Rick James, bitch, and everybody knew what he was talking about. Yeah. I'm rich, bitch. Remember yep. that? Like, yo, I, the funny thing is, I gotta say, some people love the Rick James story. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like the print story slightly better because, like, like, once you purify yourselves in a lake of Minnetonka, like, I could, I could, like, I'm just sitting there, like, yo, he's shoot the J, (laughs) shoot it, (laughs) darling, pink it. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Every Charlie Murphy story, like, I feel like the Prince one, like, both of them were good. I like the Prince one because, like, I could just, because. Dave Chappelle kind of looked like Rick James, when, but he kind of yeah, like, yeah. you could, could see it. But Ch- when he did the Prince, I was looking. I'm like, you look absolutely nothing like him. <laughs> <laughs> You're taller than <laughs> you have the makeup. To me, it made it even more funny because I was like, all right, you know what I mean. But oh. what's crazy too? Those stories are true. I know. I know. <laughs> it was true. I think there's a picture on the internet. Of that fateful day, yeah, of hit Prince playing ball, yeah, yeah, and is. Charlie Murphy's laying on the floor and like that was it, <laughs> that was the day. So what happened after he served his pants? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It was crazy too. Prince capitalized on it, yeah. Like many times, he came out with an album and it was Dave Chappelle holding pancakes, <laughs> like dressed up as him. Yo. And then there was another. He um he did an episode of New Girl. Mm-hmm. So, like, he shows up and he goes, let's have pancakes. Yo. Automatically, we just bugged out laughing. See what I mean? Like, yo, like, he... that, yo, you messing with my childhood. <laughs> my childhood. But I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick in color by, like, just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just, just a little bit. You know, head detective. All, I, I can remember all the scale. Wanda. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I used to remember the dudes in jail. That The dudes in jail when they used to be sitting. Listen here, brother. See, I don't want you to colostomize your bag. And I'd be like, I was a kid. I didn't understand it until I got a little bit older. I was like, colostomy bag. Ew, like, he was he using big. Expose my colon once again. <laughs> yo, I miss, you know what? I'm going to shoot a challenge to everybody watching. Okay. There's a, there's a YouTube video where it has all of them. Mm-hmm. And just see how long you can watch. See how long you can like watch that. Watch that video with a straight face. Oh, Oswald Bates. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I can't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I think start, I start laughing immediately mm-hmm. because just for the simple fact that I, you know what I mean, like you <laughs> got the and see, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yo, there's too many. There's too many things on Living Color that I love. There's know? a book. There's then there's a book that you gotta read. It's called Homie Don't Play That. Yes, yeah, stupid. No, it's a real book, and it's, it's a story. It's, it's a, and we had the author on the show before. Yeah. That's and crazy, y'all. First of all, it was one of the best episodes we did. Yeah, and y'all, the just it's so crazy how like all those characters like 
came about. Like one character he mentioned where I was just like, yo, I used to love this character. And I'm like, nobody, he, I feel like this character doesn't get the props that he deserves. Mm. Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the Jerry girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was um, oh, Keenan. That was Keenan. Yeah. That was Ke- Oh, Fre- yeah. Here's the thing. Frenchie looked like. Rick James, but that was that was it. You know what I mean? That and was the goal, like, like Rick James. But then, he, then here's the thing. Then um, they did a they made fun of Rick James before. They made fun of Rick James and whatever, and he played Rick James too. But I like Frenchie because he had the little the glasses, the glasses. and the jacket. How you doing all this? Yo, see what I mean? There's so many characters. I used to like when they used to take the videos. And remake them. Yeah, remember the, the parodies. Yeah. Yo, 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 oh, yo remember Shabba Ranks? Yep. Mr. Ugly, ugly Man. Mr. Ugly Man, they call me Mr. Ugly Man. Wow, say some outlandish stuff. But I'm gonna be. I, I'd rather take. I, I don't. I'm not hating on Andrew Dice Clay, but I'd rather take. Uh, I don't get no respect. That guy. Oh, Rod- I, oh you know, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. Dangerfield. There you go. I'm bad with. I told you, I'm bad with names. I'll take Rodney all over all day over him. I ain't gonna lie, you kinda nailed that voice there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I like Rodney, that's why I like okay, Rodney. Okay, okay, let me see. Don't be a menace versus I'm gonna get you sucker. Oh man. Alright, I'm gonna get you all right. That one's tough for the simple fact that if you didn't have a I um I won't get I'm gonna get you sucker, you wouldn't have Don't be a menace. Don't be a menace. But I'm gonna take menace just for the simple fact that there's too many funny things. Like, I'm going to get you, suckers. Like, I feel like I'm going to get you, sucker. Opened up the door. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a right, perfect example. Like, remember back in the day, like, 40-year-old virgin? Yeah. Remember that movie? There were so many weird parts and the ripping certain stuff. And then you get to, like, Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. now you get your nuts off my drum set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like 40-year-old virgin opened up the door for a lot of these different, com- you know, com- like, hangovers and stuff like that movies to come in. Mm-hmm. But... You know, if you look at Forty Year Virgin now, like yeah, it has funny parts, but compared to how after you know the the outrageous movies that they, you know what I mean, so I'm gonna go with uh, Don't Be a Menace just for the simple fact that there's too many funny things in there. You know what I mean? Like I felt like they just evolved. You know what I mean? And I gotcha. feel like once they got to Don't Be a Menace, that opened up the door for the screams, um, you know, uh, white chicks and all that other stuff. So you know what I mean? <laughs> But I like I'm a, I like I, I like both of them. I, I like both of them. I can't front. They're both hilarious. That is a tough one. That is a tough one. <laughs> it is tough. Especially the whole part when um, Antonio Fargas came out with the pimp suit. Yeah. And you can see Sean and Marlon Wayans' his kids laying back laughing at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, um, I'm going to get you sucked when he had all the um, when he had all the gold chains. Oh, uh, who was that? We had all the gold. Hold up, oh, was that, was that Isaac Hayes? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because that movie's so old. I've seen Don't Be a Menace so many times, but oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get you suckers like, I've seen it, but not as many times as whatever, so I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. I think the character, I might be getting the music movies confused, but I'm trying to remember. I'm going to get you sucker was Keenan Ivy Wayans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in he was in military. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he had all the dudes. Yeah, so I'm right. He had all, one of the dudes had a whole bunch of, he died from it wearing all the chains. Yeah. There yeah. we go. See, I had to like, they had to click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm. You better come up with a good one because you, you, know I mean? you got one. <laughs> uh, shoot, let me think. I want to hear. I, th- I thought you was gonna go in and be like, "I, Kevin Hart versus uh, versus Cat Williams." I thought you was gonna go oh, there. I with would it. say Kevin. I think Kevin's a better t- Kevin. I would consider a better storteller. Oh yeah, which 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 
which Kevin Hart, um, which Kevin Hart special versus which Cat Williams special? Because we doing Print Pimp Chronicles. Come on, man. Oh, here's one. Uh, Hannibal Burris or Bill Burr? Ooh. Yo. Oh, I got to go Billy Redface on that one. Oh, they're both obnoxiously freaking <laughs> nutcases. They'll say some, both of them will say some outrageous. They they're hilarious. Both of them, I'm going to be honest with you, they, them show, them two should do a show together. Like, ah, hmm. oh, man. Yeah, the difference in energy and tone would be interesting to see. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to go. I'm going to go with. Uh, I don't want to go all black with black people. I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to take Burr just just slightly. Just slightly. Because what I like about Burr is he can talk about black people stuff and make it funny. And you'll be like, yo. You know what I mean? Like, but, yo, they're both. Oh, man. Like. Oh, that one's tough. That one's tough. But don't talk about Patrice, because that is my guy. Yeah, oh, uh, that 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 I that, that uh, love. He had me. He had me dying. He's like, "Will you check it out, girls with the Footlocker? <laughs> check it out, girls trying out sneakers in the Footlocker." He's like drinking the juice. He's like, drinking the water. He's looking all weird and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, but I gotta. Say that was that. another one ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah, he was ahead of his time. You know, he was ahead of his time. And the the, the crazy part about it is. You know, like, uh, I, I got him on a TikTok thing where they, you know, they do all his little, you know, they'll put, like, somebody driving in a car and they got him talking. Yeah. He had his yeah. talk shows and stuff like that. So, I, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm going to follow that and whatever. And, you know, with his podcast, uh, he talk shows that he did, you know, he would be talking about things that was, like, deep. You know, we talk about government. He would talk about how, you know what I mean? Like, we're being used and we don't even know it, certain things and all type of stuff, <laughs> but in a funny way. And you'd be like... Yo, I think yeah. you're kind of right, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, I, I like that dude. Steve Harvey versus Ced. I already told you, man. Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, man, Steve Harvey. Nah, man. He, yo, when you watch the Kings of Comedy, you're like, yeah, he he should host because that's what he need to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about it. I'm gonna be honest with you. The two best people on the Kings of Comedy was Bernie Mac and Bernie. Cedric. And Cedric. Only reason why I said I'm gonna be honest with you, Cedric was hanging up there with Bernie. You know what I mean? When right. you saw when you saw Cedric, so because DL he's gonna do his thing, or whatever. But I was sitting there like you when you seen you seen uh, Steve Harvey with the little flag. I'm gonna blow. I'm gonna be on this table with wobbling and like it was like all right, you know Steve Harvey. Yeah, you know whatever. But when DL came on, I was like, all right, cool. Now we're where we need to be. All right, he came back up, and then when Cedric came on, that's when I was like, all right. We're at a comedy show. This is for real, for real. And then Bernie Mac came on in that milk and cookies. <laughs> Once he did the milk and cookies, I was like, Cedric's probably sitting there going, he erased my whole set. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, like you think of the king of comedy, you can't remember what Cedric was talking about. I can. But all you think about after is Bernie. You know what I mean? From beginning to end. You know, he talk about the kids. He talk about his aunt. Yo, if you think about it, hit that special literally created his whole show yeah. and every show goes back to that first, first special. That one yeah. part. Yo, exactly. Like literally, he built a whole, whole entire show off of just that one part that everybody created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And he literally did the milk and cookies part. Well, not like that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all the things that he did, like, yo. And that's, sh- come on, man. That, the Bernie Mac show, one of the best shows. One of the best shows. Another that's ahead of time. Yo, Bernie Mac, this is the greatness of Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac had the single best line in the entire Transformers franchise. What was that? When he was when he was selling uh when he was originally sell, originally selling uh Bumblebee to um to Sam yeah. and he was like especially not in front of my mammy hey mammy and then the, <laughs> she flips her off he's like oh don't be like that if I had a rock I bust you <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember that part that's Yo, what you said and then the it kicked out best like, oh. part in the that's literally the best part in the entire franchise you're talking about like five movies mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's crazy. What we getting into next, bro? What we getting into next, bro? What we getting into next, bro? I'll add one. Um, John Leguizamo or George Carlin? George. George. George, okay. Of course, George. He's in my top five. If you're going to do that, then you're going to have to do at least like George Lopez against John Leguizamo. Yeah, but nobody likes George Lopez. He, he got a point. <laughs> he got a point. He got a point. When you say, so, see, you gotta look like when I, when I when I got my top five, I look at them as like basketball players. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at them as basketball players. Right. So I got number one. I got Richard Pryor. He's running the point. He's running the point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got Martin Lawrence. That's my shooting guard. You know what I mean? He's doing his thing and whatever. You want to do a list of uh, top Rhode Island comedians? I will. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And here's the thing. I'll do it. And I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> I wish a motherfucker would try to do that shit with me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. If we can if it, if we can think of ten. <laughs> if we can think of <laughs> there ten. There really isn't a it's a really small community. Nah, there's there's ten of us out here. There's ten of us out. I can do ten easy. I could do ten. I could do ten. Because it's really sm- it's a small com- uh, community of comedians in Rhode Island. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is a small. Well, I can't. Well, right, here's the thing. It's not that it's small. It's the thing about doing comedy in Rhode Island. It's there's a lot of comedians out here that are. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've when I first started, there's a bunch of there was a bunch of people that started around the same time. Now there's only maybe like three or four that I know that are still my boy Derek Moore. Shout out to him. He just had his 10 year comedy anniversary. Shout out to Derek Moore. Uh, he started a week before I did. And me and him are still going at it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he doesn't. I'll say I don't see him as much as, you know, because life, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not doing this full time, you know what I mean? Like, you still got to have a regular job or whatever. So, like, comedy, I call it my side chick. You know what I mean, comedy's my side chick because. Yeah, she gets me some money, but she's not the wife. The wife is my regular job and what I got to do. That pays the bills. You know what I'm saying? But the side chick, she, you know what I mean? She, you know, she could pay the phone bill. You know what I mean? She could, you know what I mean? Like, she could pay a few bills. You know, she's not, she not paying the mortgage, but right. she, she got something on it. You know what I mean? She got something on it. You know, like, all right, cool. But like I said, so a lot of times, man, when you're a comedian and you're in Rhode Island, you know what I mean? It's easy to be a big fish in a small pond. You know what I mean? So a lot of people, they branch out. They go out to Boston. They go out to New York. They go out to L.A. They go out to Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're traveling around, you know, like in, in Rhode Island, a lot of times I do shows in Mass, in Connecticut. You know what I mean? I've been up to Maine, you know, New Hampshire. You know what I mean? Because there's only so many shows that you could do here. Right. You know, and so, like, you can do a bunch. Just got to keep switching it up. But, you know what I mean? It's, you know, but there's a lot of good comedians out here. Like I said, they got a Rhode Island Hall of Fame. 
you know what I mean? Which is, uh, they just actually created a, um, a comedy club in um, Cranston oh. called um, uh, the Park Comedy Club. Oh, so, Park Ave. Yeah, Park, Park Ave, Ave Theater. Where the, where the theater is, yeah. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Shout out to uh, Bill Simons. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a dude from Rhode Island. So, you know what I mean? So, I know some cats from Rhode Island. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, okay. like I said, it's not easy. It's not easy. Another person that started, he started a little bit before, a little bit a little bit after me. I think I started a little bit before him as Bad Lad. You know what I mean? Like, Bad Lad did his thing, and then I jumped on the scene. The funny part is, at one point in time, me and Bad Lad, Bad Lad is Cape Verdean, too. Um, me and Bad Lad was, like, the only black people that was doing comedy that me and him knew. Of. We were trying to find other black people. You know what I mean? Yeah. We was like, hold up. Like, we go to open mics and shows and be like, where the black? Oh, there's one. There's one. Oh, nah, man. He's just with the other comedian. You know what I mean? Right. So, what <laughs> famous comedy club would you have, would you love to perform in? Cause you know you got like the Laugh Factory, uh, Laugh the Factory. Apollo. Um, oh no, I'm just saying. I'm just go ahead. You saying yeah, Laugh like Factory, Apollo? Apollo. Mm, famous, famous. Ah oh, man, there's there's a lot. Oh, what's that one in New York? Carolinas. Yep. I was <laughs> I was literally getting ready to go there. Uh, I'm gonna say, man. You know what? Def Jam. That stage. And yeah. You know what I mean? I know they moved it or whatever. I, and it might not be an actual whatever, but I wish I could have been on Def Jam. Even if, like, I know they, you know, they cut it off and then they restarted it up or whatever, but that, you know what I mean? That particular, like, I consider that a comedy club. If I could have been on, you know, they if Def Jam, you know what I mean? Like, five minutes on Def Jam, bro. Then after that, I would go with, um, I'd go with the Comedy Factory. In L.A., right? Yeah, in L.A., yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah, a lot of famous, yeah, <laughs> a lot of famous lot comedians of famous have been there. Yeah. And then Carolinas, too, because Carolina, like, you, I always tell people, you want to go, you don't, you know, don't get me wrong, there's, you know, in Rhode Island, we got certain stuff or whatever, but I always felt any show that I'm on, anything that I'm doing, I want to go against the best. Yeah, you know I mean, like sometimes some people be like, yo, they'll they'll put people on shows. All right, this guy he ain't you know he ain't that funny, so you ain't got to worry about him if he featured. No, bro, I want you to I want you to make me work. I want you to make me work because if I gotta work, then that means I know I gotta get back in the lab. If it's easy for me, I want to challenge every single time. I tell people when I'm if you on the show with me, I'm not turning down for you. I'm not doing none of that. I'm gonna come up and I'm gonna give you hundred percent. If I'm featuring and you headlining. I'm telling you what I'm you wanna doing. Steal, you want to steal so the show. You, it's not even about... For, for, some people think it's that. It's never been that. For me, I always look at it as I can't not do 100%. I can't. I got to give it my all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whether it's four people in a room or 4,000, I got to give it my all. Whether I'm opening, closing, middle, host, whatever. Like, I got to give it my all for the simple fact that if I don't, I'm cheating myself. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you got to take this serious. Like... I imagine if Jay Z didn't take it serious and just gave it a little bit, you would never had uh, the Black Album or Encore. You imagine if Pac didn't take it serious, you would have never had a Machiavelli. You would have never if Big. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. gotta go out there and give it all hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like if you play around, you'll be Will Smith. Then you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> album wise, album wise, <laughs> oh, okay. album album. To, you know, listen, summertime still my all time favorite rap song. Yeah, but he ain't taking. Yeah, ever come since on, I was bro. a kid. You ever, you ever been like, damn, ooh, let's bring out the Will Smith? Never. When I DJ and when you play Summertime, I yeah. Say, yeah, that's different. All right. Bro, me and you chilling, you be like, yo, hold up. 
Yo, we just played the biggie. You know what I'm saying? We into the pot. Let's put this Will Smith on. I'm I'm gonna look at him. I'm gonna be like, nah, bro. Get up, leave. Uh, and uh, damn, I just had another. I just had another. Qu- oh, so what would you what would you actually rather do? Because I hear like some people, like say, especially in like the professional wrestling mm-hmm. realm. I'm a very hu- I'm a huge wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of them prefer not to be in the main event. Okay, I get. What and you they want to be like somewhere. They prefer to be in the mid card. To have that opportunity to steal the show. All right, so a professional show consists of your host, right? Feature, yep. Headliner, they, you know, you have a guest spot. I've always said it depends, you know, on how certain shows are built. But my favorite place to be, two favorite places to be, I like to feature. I love to feature. The reason why I love to feature. Is because you make if you know what you're doing. Some people be like, "Oh, I'm a feature." You get when most features get between ten to twenty minutes, you know, and most headliners get like twenty five minutes, a half hour, hour, whatever. I mean, but you in that sweet spot, right? Because the host already set the stage, Mm -hmm. the guest spot already did his thing. You're right in the middle. You're that middle. So now you could literally light it up and walk off. And now the headliner, if he's good, then he's going to be all right. But if not, it's whatever. But you're right where you need to be. Because most people, once you get that feature spot, sometimes depending on how long the show is, next thing you know, people are like, oh, man, I want to wait for the headliner. Damn, I've been here. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. I always think the feature spot is one of the best spots to be in. Uh, For me, I love it. My second favorite spot is the host. Hosting teaches you so many things. Really? Yeah, some people don't realize how important being a host is. All right, so when you're a host, you have to control the tempo of the show. You have to start off the show. You have to make sure each between each comedian, each comedian, whatever, you reset the table. You know what I mean, everybody thinks you just host and whatever. I've learned hosting techniques where you put the mic back, make sure they're set up if they need anything. Oh, if you say if you're an action comedian, if you need an extra stool, you know what I'm saying? Some comedians will leave their drink on the stool. As the host, grab the drink. Hey, make sure you got your drink, whatever. If the mic goes out in the middle of a comedy show, whatever yeah. the case may be, you're that guy. Hold up. Let me, yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Find another mic, whatever. You're the glue to the whole show. You know what I mean? So if you're basically, as a host, you're the beginning, the middle, and the end. Because when the headliner goes off, you might have to give announcements or whatever. You literally keep the show, you know what I mean, going. So, you know, it teaches you, say if a comic, you know, bombs, you're the host. You got to get that room back up. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it teaches you. you know, some people think, all right, cool, I'm going to just do some jokes. Ha, ha, he, he, ha, ha, whatever, whatever, as they're hosting. No. Hosting, you got to be versatile. You got to, what if there's a heckler? You know what I mean? You got to chill him down. Hey, yo, chill out tonight, bro. All right, your teeth already messed up. Don't let me mess your feelings up. Calm it down. You know what I mean? Because you don't want, because people pay money. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if you paid $5, whatever. If somebody paid money to come see a comedy show, you don't want that dickhead Heckle it to be like, to mess up the show. So as a host, you deal with him. I like to clap, 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 shoot him up, pop, 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 sit you back in your place, get the show together. It's one of the best places to be. The most difficult place on a show, two difficult places, is a guest spot. You know, because most of the time when you're a new comedian, it's a professional show. You, you, a lot of times, you know what I mean? You only got five minutes, most of the time, five to ten minutes. You know, it's difficult because you're trying to. You know what I mean? You're trying to get your stuff together. But headlining is one of the most difficult things because 
you're at the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? And if your feature's killing it and your you know your host is doing his thing or whatever the case may be, the table's set. So they expect for you to be on your A game. You can't come in there half-stepping. So if the host did his thing, the feature did his thing, the guest spot even killed it, the show's lit. So now everything's on you to close them out, finish them out. You're the Mike Tyson punch to the show. You're right. supposed to knock people out after that. And don't get me wrong, I've seen some headliners buckle. Buckle. Because if you put put it this way, like I said, imagine me on a feature, I already told you what I'm doing. And I tell people that headline, I be like, listen, I'm going 100, I'm going 100 miles per hour. If you want to go 50, you go right ahead. You going you going to be somewhere over there yeah. and at the end of the show they're going to be like, "Yo, you was fun." He was like, he was like, "Yo, you was killing it." Because I can't, you know what I mean? If you spend your money, I got to give you 100% of me. So That's right. You know what I mean? So, here's the thing though. Even though I like to be the feature, the best position for me I always to be in, even though I I love to feature, but the best position to build yourself as far as is you always want to be the headliner cuz the headliner, yeah. you get the lion's cut of time, of money. Of everything, even on the flyer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even on the flyer, they'd be like, boom, boom, done. And they'd be like, oh, the headline, and then all right, the host is right up here, and then they'd be like, yo, you know what I mean? But you work towards spot. that. <laughs> that was my spot in the flyer. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing, but but I'm a- you work to that. You work yeah. to get to that, so you deserve that. You know what I mean? So, you know. Yeah. Uh, have you have you seen like do you have any stories of seeing like com- comedians just like bomb? Shoot, I bombed. Oh. I bombed. I almost got killed. I've got people walk out. I've had people, what? I've got, listen, recently, I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. Recently, right, there's a, sh- there's a, there's a room by, uh, there's a room in Boston called, uh, it's the Black Comedy, it's the Black Comedy Explosion. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Gates, the bad boy of Boston comedy, he runs this room. It's one of the hardest rooms, not in New England, in the world, really? in the nation, this is it's Boston. It's Boston, Boston, like Boston, Rock, Rock, uh, Rochester, <laughs> Roxbury, like Mattapan. You know what I mean? Like hood Boston. Like put it the restaurant yeah. there, serve fried chicken, collard greens, macaroni and cheese. Like niggas, Slades. Slades. We gotta go to Slades. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. We gotta go to Slades. Hardest room to do. So the first time I went up there, I was probably a year in the game. I got a guest spot. I didn't bomb, but I ain't do good. Like I said, it's a guest spot. He gave me five minutes, you know what I mean, whatever. So I build up myself, you know what I mean, whatever. I was still scared of that room because, you know, I was used to being a little bit treated. When I went up there, nigga, you a guest spot. Sit over there. Hey, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, they punking me. You know what I mean? You ain't special. You lucky even on this. All right, cool. So I go back up there uh, probably like 2017, 2018. So now I'm like six, six, seven years in the game. You know what I mean? They go up there to feature. So I'm I'm already souped. Right. But he gets headliners that a nation. Like I just I'm gonna get to it. But and let me finish up. So he gets headliners from all over. You know what I mean? Like he's yo, Jonathan Gates, yo, he's been on he's been on Martin Lawrence. He's uh Martin Lawrence um com, uh, Martin Lawrence the show that he was doing, he's been on Def Jam. Not Def Jam. Um no, I think he has been on Def Comedy. Jam. Uh Comic View, like he's known. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been with, you know what I mean? Like, he's well known. Like, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been on, like, all, you you know, you can Google him up, Jonathan Gates. 
Yo, thir- I think he's been 35 years in the game. So he knows all the headliners, like big time headliners, national known people we grew up with. So I'm like, all right, cool. He asked me to feature, man. He told me how much he was going to pay me. I'm excited. I go up there, driving, doing my thing. I'm ready. I'm like, you know what? That's going to be good. I go up there, whatever. So Jonathan Gates normally hosts the show. He didn't host the show. He had his boy. Uh, his name is Neil. I'm actually cool with him. And Neil went up there. And Neil's funny. He's a funny dude. Great guy. Hilarious. Love him to death. And he bombed as mm. a host. You know what I mean? Like, yo, the crowd was not, you know what I mean? So then I get up there. Mind you, I'm featuring. Normally, your feature does 10 to 20 minutes. You just cut it in the middle, do 15. I didn't get to seven. I didn't get to seven. I didn't get to seven. That Boston crowd was like, yo, boom. Oh, yo, shut up. Man, God, man. It was so bad. Jonathan Gates had to come up. You know what I mean? Like, he just was like, yo. You know, he gave me that. Come on, B. You already see what it is. He had to go up there and just correct the crowd. Like, yo, you're not going to disrespect my host. You're not going to be disrespecting whatever because you're that rowdy. I go outside the headliner. I forgot his name. Um, He's out there smoking a cigar. So I go out there. I light up a cigarette. And he look at me. He goes, what are you doing here? Because he know he next. He look at me. He goes, yo, he just lit up his cigar. He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like. I can't even, I'm like, you know, the crowd, he goes, ah, oh, damn. Takes out his, you know, puts his cigar out, goes out there and murders it. I, I'm never, I've never been scared in no comedy room. I don't give a damn where it is. And I performed in front of Rednecks. I don't give a damn. Bro, that ride home was the worst ride ever. I had a girlfriend at the time. I have a girlfriend now, but it was a different girl. Yeah. She wanted to turn the music. I was like, don't turn no music on, no nothing. I, I, and I drove speed limit. So it was 45 minutes from Boston to Providence. Silent. My feelings was broke. Destroyed. I've been scared of that room since. So recently, I did my Boston thing. So my boy Wendell, he got out Tickle Me Tuesday. So me and him talk. He's like, yo, because sometimes when they don't know you, that's when you got to do a guest spot. So he's like, yo, come out. Let me see what you about. Go ahead, do your thing. So I go out, do a guest spot. You know what I mean? It gave me seven minutes. I'm like, yo, what the? You know what I mean? I do my little seven minutes, sold a little bit of merch, go back home. He hits me up a def- nah, two weeks later. Yo, I want you to host it. Cool Bubba Ice. If you don't know who Cool Bubba Ice is, Cool Bubba Ice is another funny comedian. Def Comedy Jam, Comic View, whatever. He's the normal host. Right. He's, not, he's like, yo. So he's like, yo, come out, host my stuff. So I host it. We out in Boston, Mattapan, boom. Not too many people showed up because some rooms are different like that. But I hosted it. Then the next week after that, he called me again. Like, yo, I need you to come out here and do it again. So I'm like, all right, cool. So now I've been out in Boston, whatever. Because, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. So I tell my girl, I'm like, you know what? Um, One of my other, one of my comedy friends, shout out to Richie Hector. He's like, yo, he's featuring. And, uh, you know, there was this other comedian. His name is Top Flight, funny dude. I was like, you know what? Let's go to Slade's, get some chicken wings, chill, watch the show. Because I'm also a fan of this. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, Jonathan Gates, who remembers me, you know what I mean? So the, he goes up to me, he goes, yo, yeah, so-and-so. I'm like, yeah. I go, I'm Mr. Cousin. And he goes, by the government. I'm like, oh, come on, man. So whatever. He goes, yo, you want to host this? He want me to host it. I'm not prepared because I every comedian has a ritual that they do. I'm not really prepared. But I said, yeah. The worst part about it, though, is the Celtics were playing. Oh. They was playing the Nets. 
It was like games. This was recently? Yeah, this was recently. Oh, during the suite. Yeah, during oh. the suite. So I think this was like game one or game two. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So yo, so he's like, yeah, we're going to host it. He knew better. He knew not to turn that damn TV off. We're in the heart of Boston. Yeah, you don't know. He, he, so he let the game go, whatever. He tells me, he goes, hey, listen. He goes, I wanted to let you host, but because of the Boston game, we're running behind. So go ahead and do three minutes. And I'm going to host it just to rush through it because I don't, you know what I mean? We rush for time. I said, all right, cool. I do the three minutes. Like I said, this room terrified me. I do my three minutes and I killed it on three minutes. The next week he goes, I want you to feature. So I go back out there and I featured. So now in that room, I was 0 for 2. Now I'm 2 for 2. I buckled two times, but I redeemed myself. I'm going to be honest with you. For me, that was the best experience because, you know what I mean? He brings out the best people. So I ended up featuring, and guess who's the headliner? Chris Thomas, the mayor of Rap City. The mayor of Rap City. Holy shit. Chris Thomas. You know, still around? Yes. <laughs> yo, I got a picture with him and everything, bro. Yeah. Like, yo, I sat. Yo, I got, I'll show you the picture. I got a picture with him and everything. I literally was sitting there. I'm like, yo. I told him, I'm like, yo, do you realize, like, I grew up watching you. Rap City, Comic View, BET, all that. And for me to be able to take a picture with you, bro, like, that's crazy. Comic View is another show that doesn't really get its respect. It should get its respect. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris yeah. Thomas. So he's a, yo, funny dude. So I'm sitting over here, I'm like, yo, like, it's crazy. And you know what I mean? So like I said, those are those are the type of situations that you know what I mean? Like I said, I was in the right place at the right time. Shout out to Wendell for you know what I mean, let me do the tickle me Tuesday, cause that like I said, that I was never scared of no rooms or whatever, but that one room was by Kryptonite. And there was people that I knew, like my boy Richie was like, yo, were you scared of that room for? I was like, yo, just everybody has something that gets them. And like I said, that one right there, yo, I never got to a point where like I like I was I felt like, bro, I was I wanted to cry. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yo, I was hurt. But you know what I mean? I was able to redeem myself. And I was like, yo, on my 10th year anniversary, I was able to redeem something that started nine years ago. Like the first time I did it was I was a year in. Then the second time I did it, I was like six years in. So it was like a, it was like a yeah. saga. You know what I mean, like right. learn, boom, boom, done. So you know. So what comedian has actually like taught you the most? Like who would you consider like your comedy mentor? Comedy mentor, like there's a few. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, all right, this here's what I normally do. I like literally have a few people. You know what I mean? That I, you know, talk to whatever through the years. Like I said, uh, one of my one of my dudes that you first put me on, um, John Parada. You know what I'm saying? He always was like, yo, go out there, kid. Do what you got to do. Like the Italian dude, whatever. And he put me on a lot of shows in the beginning, whatever the case may be. Um, another person, uh, Bill Simons. Wild Bill Simons. He does the Funny for Funds. You know what I mean? Like, I remember the first time I watched him headline. And I was like, yo, I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Jonathan Gates. Yo, he was the first one that was able to tell me, yo, condense your stuff. He goes, some people, just because they give you 20 minutes, doesn't mean you need to do 20 minutes. He goes, if you're killing it, and you kill it, and you you get a standing ovation at 13, walk off. Don't be trying to do that extra five. Just because you got 20 minutes, if you kill it at the 13 mark, and you get that standing ovation, you're not going to get that again, trying to fight to get the five. 
just walk off sometime. You know what I mean? Like, if you whip somebody's ass, you don't need to keep hitting them on the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? You already knocked them out. Walk off into the sunlight. You did what you needed to do. Like, you know what I mean? He taught me how to do certain stuff. Um, my One of my mentors uh, that I got to really say, shout out to him, um, is my, yeah, I call him my OG. And the reason why he's my OG is because he was a dude that looked out for me for a long time. Him and another person, my boy, uh, uh, Taron Jackson, he looked out for me too. And the funny part is I've been doing comedy longer than Taron, but Taron hooked it up. But my boy, uh, Marvin Marv, man, Marvin Wells, man. Marvin, he's a local guy, you know what I'm saying? But he, he he's like been out in Boston and stuff like that. He's been doing comedy, whatever. And the reason why I like, I love my brother is because you know how you got that one person that no matter what, they believe in you. Right. No matter what. You know what I mean? He believed in me so much. I didn't, He was like, yeah, I'm going to let you do your first special. Because he used to book some rooms and stuff. He still does. But he was like, I'm going to let you do your first special. My first special was um, Side Chicks. No. Well, um, yeah. Side Chicks, Baby Mama, and Hennessy. That was the name of my first special. Side Chicks, Baby Mama. No, Baby Mama, Side Chick, and Hennessy. Some shit like that. I, I sound like a headache. Yo, bro. Because, yo, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. Your comedy relates to your life. And at that particular time, yeah, I was dealing with baby mamas, bunch of side chicks, and a lot of Hennessy. I was living real crazy, bro. So he let me do my thing in my first special. I bombed my first special. Bombed it. Bombed it. I was drinking too much Hennessy, bro. I was lit. But you know what I mean? Like, yo, he always looked out for me, and he always made sure that I would had a place to do my comedy. You know what I mean? When there was people, because, you know, comedy is a rough game. Some people yeah. love you. Some people hate on you. Some people are jealous. So there was a point in time where I had like an X on my back because I, I I got into, you know, I, I had my Kanye ego moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all do. Well, I was just like, yo, you booking him? You don't know about me? Sometimes I still be having him because we fight for this, whatever. So, you know, sometimes I had an X on my back and he always made sure. He's like, yo, I know you, you know, he's always, I always made sure you you good. And Marvin always looked out for me. He always put me on shows. He always made sure I was good. He would always fight for me. He'd be like, nah, he, hey, yo, it, because my real name is Anthony. Anthony's going to do this show with me. I don't give a damn. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, that's one of my boys. Like, me and him, we'll sit up, no homo, but we'll sit up for like two hours talking about comedy. Two hours straight. Easy. We'll be talking about local guys, headliner guys. And cause he's older than me, he's an OG. You know what I mean? He's like sixty. He'll he'll bring me back. He'll have that one of that. You know that <laughs> moment where you go back into time. I see, and in my mind, I see him with like an afro and a pick. <laughs> you know what I mean, but that's you know what I mean. Him and uh, like I said, um, you know, as far as like the big dudes, or whatever. I I pay attention to Dave Chappelle and uh, Richard Pryor. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, study Richard, them. Richard basically like Jay Z. He's yeah. just like he's in everybody's yeah, like he's top in every. Five. But here's the thing, like. I study them. This is different. Some people watch it. I'm like, yo, there's some people you got to study. You know what I mean? You got to study their mannerisms. Don't bite their stuff. Don't ever yeah. do that. But just study what they do. You know what I mean? Their techniques and stuff like that. It's like a chef. When you see somebody like, oh, that's how they cut it? All right, I'm not going to make the same dish, but all right, now I, oh, okay. Now I'm going to, all right. You're going to cut it Yeah, I'm going to cut this it this way. way. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. Okay. So there's a part of there's a little segment that we'd like to do on this show, you know, this or that. Okay. And we usually ask our guests the same questions because they're usually stuff that we go back and forth with. Okay. Every pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. No. <laughs> no. That's a heavy no. 
That's a real big no. Not for everybody. No. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, all right, when I think of pineapple on pizza, I think of somebody smoking weed. <laughs> and they, they want like, you know what I mean? Like, they're sitting there going, I want something sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's weed food. Because there's regular food and weed food. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you're at 7-Eleven, you put, like, chocolate sauce on a hot dog, you're high. <laughs> that's weird. You're high. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, if you eat M&M's and Doritos and you're crunching up the Doritos and shaking with the M&M's, you're high. You want the sweet savory, you're high. You're high. Listen, I mean, like, I know with, uh, well, 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 first, uh, sh- shout-outs to uh, uh, Jamel Hill from Jamel Hill is Unbothered. That's where we got the diss for that uh, feature. Okay. All yeah. right. Shout-out to you, my boy. Yeah. I was going to get credit. Um, so, yeah, with, with pineapple on pizza, the, the secret is you got to have fresh-cut pineapples. It can't be from a can. That's that's what people that's what people make the mistake. Cir- <laughs> perfect cir- circular, circular cut, spread it evenly all over the pie, put some ham or pepperoni or sausage as an alternative. Boom. You're good. You lost him. <laughs> yeah, you lost. I, see, we I, just gave I, each other those looks. See, like, thank, we thank you, thank you, Ali Marie. Pineapple is a yes. I got a. Uh, I don't give a damn do if you get a friend. Yo, he made a time. He tried to do something. But all right, listen. What you want to do is you go to Whole Foods. Don't go to Stop and Shop. Right. You want a, a very expensive <laughs> pineapple, like thirty three dollars for one pineapple. Uh, you don't peel it rough. You massage the skin off. And then make sure you pat it dry so none of the juices ooze into if you got if you gotta do that, nah man, it's too much. No, that don't belong on there, man. Okay. Give me a pineapple upside down cake. I no, man, okay. no. And I don't do the pork anyway, so for me it's a definitely no. Cause I feel like the pork is like Hawaiian. I, I don't do the pork thing. Fun so. fact, Hawaiian pizza uh, was originated in Canada. That's true. Canadian bacon. Yeah, Canadian bacon. <laughs> All right. Marvel or DC? Ooh. Hmm. I'm an X-Man person. I'm an Marvel X-Man it guy. is. I'm Red X-Man. brand. I'm, 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 I'm an X-Man guy to the fullest. I mean, I've rem- I'm X-Man to the... <laughs> 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 See? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, and, and uh, on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, you know what I mean? I'm also a Blade guy. You know what I mean? I'm also a blade guy. Mahershala Ali. All right. But I do like Sporn too. I like Sporn. Um, but I'm a, I'm an X Men guy to the fullest. So I mean, so I mean, I love all the X Men movies. Wolverine, Cyclops. My favorite. My some people. My favorite X Men is somebody you'd be like, really? I love Gambit. Gambit to me was oh, the Gambit's dude. Oh, Gambit's a beast. You know what uh, I mean? I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that one. I, I love Gambit. I like it. He could turn the little cards. He had the little accent. He was from Louisiana. Y- yeah, you know what I mean. Cages. Yeah, I feel like I, that was my that was one of my favorite guys. He was a player. Yeah, exactly. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he was smooth with his stuff. He turned the car. Hold up a second. Ooh, what I, I like that. I was so. a beast. I, I knew how to play. I knew how to play with him in X Men versus Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I agree. All right. Yeah. Sony or PlayStation. I mean, Sony or uh, Xbox, excuse me. Xbox. God damn it. Xbox. <laughs> Xbox. Uh, and the reason why, I, somebody stole my PlayStation when I was young, and I got, I ended up getting the Xbox, and I just, I like the Xbox. I played, you know, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. I love, that's my favorite, one of my favorite games. Um, for Xbox. I'm not going to say my all-time favorite game. My all-time, I'll tell you one game I could play religiously. I play it on my phone sometimes. My all-time favorite game of all time is Streets of Rage 2. Okay. Streets of Rage 2. 
Streets of Rage. What? I'll be, I'll be playing it like it's new. Like I'll be like, what? And the soundtrack was. Whoa, oh my! <laughs> yo, Streets of Rage <laughs> one, <laughs> two. <laughs> and, I didn't like three, but the soundtrack. Yeah. But what that? Yo, what? I used to be sitting there like, what? You just go to just go to the sound test and yo, just chill for. Yo, I know I did that. There was times that I'd be sitting there, I'd be like, yo, hold up, I gotta fight. Oh snap! Because that that certain part come on, I'd be like, oh snap. Yo, every level was like to me. I would be, I, I would li- listen to the song right before I'd fight. I'd be like, "Oh, level six. Oh, doom, 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 doom. I'd be like, "What?" Yo, that soundtrack was the best. All right, now this one, this one, and big shouts to uh, my man Dan Dinkins from Starting Five Podcast. Hold up, his name is what? Dan Dinkins. Oh, I think you said Dingus <laughs> or Ding- like Dingleberries. I was nah. gonna be like, "Yo, don't, he didn't do that. Don't do that." Nah, <laughs> my bad, bro. He he, put- he he got a he he when he talked, he had a seizure a little bit, like a little like a little like I just get on the, yeah. All right, so in this Vic, I need you to answer this too because he asked me. He put this on t- on his TikTok and he wanted me to answer. I just didn't get a chance to. What was the hardest? NES game of all time to the point where you still get PTSD from it to the this hardest day. NES yes. game, the hardest Shadowgate. Hmm, interesting. You know why? Because I hated that damn game because, yo, it was too many damn clues and all this other weird stuff. Like, bro, I'd be heated because, like, Shadowgate was one of those games where, like, you know, it print out stuff and you have to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd have to click on this. Oh, find a key. Go here. Get a sword. And, bruh, that game. Oh, secret door. It, uh, you you ever play it? Shadowgate? I haven't played it, but I know of it. Yo, man. Bruh, you'd have to be, like, asking questions. Like, click on this. Get the key here. Open up the door here. It was like. So, it was basically Elden Ring before Elden Ring. It, it was annoying. <laughs> but, all right. I'll say that, but. Like a game, another game to Zelda. Zelda. Which one? The, the first, first one. one. Hmm. The first yeah. that used to, cause you know what I mean. I'd be sitting there like, remember you can go to the certain levels, you go back, and then you try to go back, and then you end up somewhere else after yeah. you worked hard to get back <laughs> over there. Then you gotta go, yo, Zelda. What? Then you had to get all certain stuff. You had to remember. I wanted that sword. The the, the bit. I wanted the sword so bad that the the best sword. The master had, sword. The, I never could. Yo, bro. I get the sword that. Throw the bling, bling, bling. I get yeah. that one, but yo, man, oh, I, I hate it. Zelda. You Vic? Oh man, I would say like uh, it's, a t- it's a tie between like the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. That's Ooh, that's which, that's mine. Which was really good. yes, I concur. Yeah. I will give you that. Yeah. That oh my goodness, you know, you know what I hated about that game? Donatello, like because you would you know his. When he would do his stick, it was just—it was long. It was long, long. but it was slow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But everybody wanted to be Michelangelo, but the best dude to have was Donatello. Yeah. Ah, oh, I agree. That game. What? You Especially break, that. You'll break a controller messing with that game. Yo, yeah. the sea, the freaking seaweed level that you had to swim through, but it's like if you go a little too far, bro, I die you die. every time. I don't even think I ever beat that game. I never did. Uh, I I couldn't beat it without a game genie. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> bro, I never beat that game. I got to the sea. Yo, bro, I, I don't even, every time I got to that level, I don't even done. think I made, like, I don't even think I made it 10 seconds into yeah. it. I was <laughs> done. Yep. And, like, any of the the three Ninja Gaiden games, Ooh. those were difficult. Those were challenging. Ooh. Ooh. 
But hold up. What about what was the I, what was the most fun game you played up? For NES? Yeah. Oh. Most fun. I got two. I got two. That was fun for me. Mario 3. Yeah, it's, my all time, it's my all-time favorite Mario NES game. And, um, uh, hold on. I just had the noon. Contra? Contra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, absolutely. Reason why I like... The reason why I say it because it's it's not... That game, you got to play with a friend. Mm-hmm. That game is a play with a game friend. It, you can play it by yourself. But you know what I mean? You're like, not going to get the full experience by yourself. Yeah, but it's, it's just the simple fact that you... like For me, I felt like that was the first time you split the screen without splitting the screen. Mm-hmm. Because if you were smart, you had your boy, whatever... Everybody know the rules. Yeah, I got top, you got, got the bottom. bottom. That's you know what she mean? said. And then you had to conversate. Yo, you got the six shooter. There was always somebody getting all the good stuff. And you be like, yo, you just had the six shooter. Why are you taking the laser? Because and it was on the top. always say. And then what you say? Nah, no, yo, I know we got switch. And then you, yo, he get the one on the bottom. You be mad. Yo, oh, but that game good was fun. Times, Very good. I good love that times. Game. Uh, that game. That was one of my fun. That's, I love it. Don't talk about that game. I want to play it. Now. Oh. <laughs> oh, here's here's a this or that, um, and this is one that Carl and I always always argue about. All right, what's the better Michael Jackson album, Off the Wall or Thriller? Off the Wall. Thank you. Thank you. He's like the fourth or fifth guest that said that. Because and now that means it should be settled off by the now. Wall. Okay. Expl- explain in, in your view why is Off the Wall? Go ahead. Say. So the reason why I like Off the Wall is because it's. I feel like Thriller is mulatto, Michael. And I feel like Off the Wall is still soulful, Michael. He only had one nose surgery, so his nasal passage was still... (laughs) You know what I mean? His nasal passage was still good. And the songs, man. Matter of fact, yo, one of my favorite songs is... um, um, uh, hold up, let me. I gotta pull it up because I can't up. help it. Yes, I, <laughs> oh my goodness, what? Yo, come on, De La Soul used that fabulous, fab. Yo, yo, that, yo, and the funny part is he's so smooth. It don't even sound like he's singing. It just sounds like he having a conversation that's just smooth. And yeah, yeah, pluck, come on, yeah. Then you got to think about it. Then, all right, ready? Then you got another classic. Then you got another classic. Uh, Pyt is on is thriller. On, uh, is on thriller, right? Mm. But you got Pyt. But you take Pyt and you connect it to I want to rock with you. Better song. Burn this disco. No, off the wall. This it, that bass like that. Boom, 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 boom. And that come on, that he got the glitter suit on and stuff in the video with the little. And then, yo, he's so smooth. He does the, the uh, <laughs> yo. He see that was before. See, Michael when he was on Thriller, he was kicking, but he was so smooth he back just, then. He didn't have to. He just uh, boom, <laughs> then him all night. See, he's not trying. He's just like mm, mm, mm. see. And but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will say my favorite song from Michael Jackson though is uh damn, I just Human Nature. That's yes. Okay. Oh that's the best song on Thriller. That's see. That's the only conflict I said. But off the wall, I can listen to off the wall all the day because it's just it's ripe. It was the disco era. His was ending, but the '80s was coming in, so it got a mix of both. He got not quite a Jerry Curl, but still an Afro with the rhinestones. People loved him, but they wasn't feigning yet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Oh, like, oh, I can jam to because all of do, 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 just all oh, it's just smooth. I, I, I say this. 
Off the Walls a black folks album. Thriller was a white folks album. I, d- I still disagree. Um, with that. That, all right, I won't say that. I won't yeah. say that. No, I was saying. I, but I get what you're saying. From a DJ's perspective, okay. You know what? You're right. You will see more people, especially black folks, will be on the floor for any of them songs from Off the Wall. Go up, Billy Jean. They'll be there. They'll nah, enjoy it. Like I never heard. I never black seen like a black folks. person be really deep into it. Like when I want to rock with you comes on, it's like. It's like, you know, girl, close your... It's just... You you become Michael. You know what I mean? Billy Jean is just like... Bro, get your get your chick, bro. Stop messing Billy Jean is iconic, though. Oh, it is. It's iconic because of a dance. It's not iconic because of the song. People associate Billy Jean with the moonwalk. They don't... When you think of Billy Jean, you don't go, damn, that's a banging song. You think of the moonwalk. That's why it's iconic to me. Don't get me wrong. I like the song, but I don't think it's one of his best songs. Because it's like, Billy Jean is not my love. It's like, bro, who are you talking about? What do you... Like, the song is confusing. It's like... It's not your love. You, bro, you got a illegitimate son. Are you paying child support, Michael? Why are you jumping on these squares and lighting it up? Where is Billy Jean? <laughs> that, that, that music video was dope. Yeah, it was dope. But where's Billy Jean? I don't know where she's at. Where's your side chick? What are you doing? <laughs> Who is Billy Jean? Why did? Why isn't the kid you're not not your son? Did you get a DNA test? There's too many questions I gotta ask. And I don't want to do it. That, that's that's, that's what makes it fun. That's the fun part. I want to. I want to. Nah, you got you got to listen to Off the Wall. You have to. See, you know what it is. You need to see. Both those like songs from both of those albums in action. Oh, like I... you got to go to a black cook. When my family has a function, mm-hmm. especially if I'm DJing it, I will invite you. You eat good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See how his eyes lit up, bro. I, yo, I'm, on, I'm over here like yo, because here's the thing, right? I know when that comes on. I know when that comes on, right? Here's the time you play that. You play that off the wall album. You can't play that at the beginning of the cookout. Nope, you don't. That's very disrespectful. You want to play that when when auntie or grandma, you know what I mean? She bringing the pies and the desserts and stuff out to the table. Because at a cookout, you know what I mean? You're going to have your hot dogs and hamburgers and all that. For the kids. That's for the kids. It's for the you kids. You have the chicken and, the, and they're going to get to a fight. Your uncles are going to get to a fight over the grill. Somebody's going to burn something. Auntie's potato salad versus grandma's potato salad. Grandma done got old. You know what I mean? You don't want to eat hers. She might have got roaches. <laughs> she got might have roaches. You know what I mean? So right. there's always one uncle. He still got to eat it because he lived there. <laughs> he lived there. He got to eat it. So there's always that one scoop missing. Uncle Leroy ate that. Mm-hmm. Auntie's potato salad is bomb because she learned from grandma when grandma didn't get seen out. Now mm-hmm. grandma leave the roaches in there whenever, whenever. All right, cool. Everything's cooling down. Then it gets to a certain time. Sometimes they're lighting firecrackers, whatever. Then everybody start drinking. The spade game's going. Bam, the spade game's going. Whatever. Everything is chilling. And that's when the DJ has a decision to make. The thing is, you want to play certain songs in the beginning. Like in the beginning of the cookout or right where the grill, the food's almost done. I want to hear, bam, 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 bam. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, the cookout has started. But the, the Jackson, that's at... Four or five o'clock, six o'clock when the lights start to not to the lighting changes a little bit. Yeah. You want to keep the people there. Yeah. That's when you put that on. That's like you do that do that, and then right after that happens, yeah. the soul train line is gonna be <laughs> fire because 
You know what I mean? All the uncles, the uncles already talk. Oh, snap, I remember that song. Hold up, nephew. I used to get all this. I used to, what? <laughs> yeah, I have one of them things. I'm the one that taught Michael that shit. <laughs> Why is always, always, uncle always got to say, see, I'm the one that started this Yeah, I mean, like, you ain't never met Mike. You know what I mean? But, yeah, if you put that on, bruh. But I'm, I'm not lying. There's this, you can't play that. In the you play If you play a Michael Jackson, you play that off the wall album again. I'll be tight as hell. As a matter of fact, I'll be saying, I'll be asking, did you, you play the Michael Jordan? No, no, no. See, here's the thing: you gotta lead, you gotta lead up, you gotta build up. You play, or you play Billy Jean while everybody eating. They'll be sitting around. You sit. Nah, that's you, a little bit disrespectful. No, no, no. You just sit and you vibing. It's a little bit. But when you play off the, you play any song from off the wall. Mm-hmm. When the liquor is in the system. Mm-hmm. But not drunk, just started. Yeah. Right. When the liquor gets into the system, watch how you see that dance floor get. Mm. Okay. But don't get me wrong, Thriller is a good album. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thriller is a good album. But for me, I like Off the Wall. My favorite is Dangerous, though. Dangerous is my my personal favorite album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a new Jack Swing. I'm a new Jack Swing fan. Oh, okay, that's cool. Dangerous has good tracks on there. It's not mm. like like listening to Dangerous. It's uh. There are more than there are a few skippable tracks. Yeah. If you, if you get rid of like at least five of them, you'll have like a tight tighter album. But yeah, it's he said five. That's too many for a mic. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like there's like, were, uh, album tracks were getting longer at that time. Yeah, like Jam, uh, Why You Wanna Trip on Me, Remember the Time, Who Is It? Damn, that, that Who Is It beat is dope. Man. You cannot hate on that. You can't hate on that. Now nah, nah, my favorite video. beat is Liberian girl. <laughs> you come and change my what the boom chikawaya. When is she talking? Oh, what? Yo, that yo that video is fire. Never mind. There's too many Michael Jackson songs. There's too many Michael Jackson. But off the wall is my favorite. I'll take that all day. Over thriller all day, all day. I got to. He's right. I hate to be so damn black. Sometimes you gotta break shit down. Like a, you can't really do that no more. That was the toughest one. That that was the toughest one so far. Unless you got something tough, more tougher. But that one, I will say, that one's a tough one. But I have to. You know what I mean? I know better. You know what I mean? I know better. You know what I mean? Like you know, if I pick, I, you know what I mean? If I go with, you know, I I gotta pick off the wall. I know better. My family. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt versus still illmatic. Not still illmatic. The first one. Yeah. Nas's first one. Yeah. Versus Jay Z. First one. Yeah. Nas. But I like I like I like Jay's album. I like Jay's album. But I'm gonna go with Nas just because that 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 album it came out '94. It was gritty. It was gritty. It was New York. You felt New York. You could feel New York listening to him. His voice, the tracks, the beats, and the cool thing about his album, he had so many people helping him. It was a project. Yeah. Nobody does that anymore. It was a project. So you know what I mean? Like I felt like I when you listen to it, you could. I felt like you was in Queens. You know what I mean like you was, I felt like I was walking with him in 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 in, in, in Queensbridge. I'm like, yo, we going we we in the project. Like I felt everything that you know what I mean from yo, put it this way. That album's so good. Jay-Z took a sample and put it on his album. You know what I mean? And then he I try to make a hot song now, nah, bro. Yeah. You knew that. Yeah. Yo, don't don't try to play yourself, bro. You heard <laughs> that and you was like, yo, what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yo, come on. Man. Good point. Good yo, point. He, okay. He, come on. Give me three comedians. That don't get the respect they deserve. Don't get the respect that they deserve. Okay. Um, first comedian, Corey Holcomb. Corey was good. 
Corey is a funny dude. He's the only person I seen do jokes that you're not supposed to touch. He did abortion jokes. Ooh. He don't get his he don't get his respect. He definitely don't get his respect. He's a funny dude. Um, I'm gonna say at one point in time, Dave Chappelle, but I I have to take him off the list because yeah, he, he, he got it. He got his he got his he got his due. Um, second one is uh, Cat Williams. Cat Williams, you know, you don't get the respect that he does. Like Cat Williams, man, people forgot the Pimp Chronicles and all that other stuff. He was literally supposed to be where Kevin Hart was. Yeah, he was supposed to be that guy, but things happen. Yeah. You know, you know, he don't get the respect. And Martin Lawrence, a lot of people don't give Martin Lawrence the respect due to the simple fact that they see the Martin Show and they see him on the you know the videos, whatever. Yo. Go watch Def Comedy Jam. Watch his first specials. You know what I mean? Like, bruh, he hosted. Yo, imagine hosting a show like Def Comedy Jam for multiple seasons. He did it, I think, two, two, three seasons. Right. He, people still forget. They be like, oh, you know what I mean? When you ask, when you think of best comedians, people go, oh, they, they never say Martin Lawrence because they don't think about it. But I'm like, yo, Martin Lawrence, man, come on, Def Comedy Jam, bruh. That alone. I would say for my three, Sinbad. I saw. I went to see Sinbad. Wow, really? You don't like Sinbad? No. I, no, I it's went to horrible. see. I um, I won tickets to see him, and he was. Gave it was him away. <laughs> That's why you. Won it was him. a good show. That's it why you won him because they. they was hard. It's too easy to buy him. You had. <laughs> I, he actually I, had a good show. I, it was a good. It was a good. It was I a really good show. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, like. He don't swear. You know what I mean? Like, he does certain stuff. And, you know what I mean? When you don't swear, like, I get it. You don't always have to be heavy swear, but I like to hear an F bomb here and there or something. <laughs> All his material, like, when you don't swear, that means also you don't do material that could get raunchy because you don't swear. You know what I mean? So, even if you do get raunchy, you don't swear. So, that it's like, it's like the PG 13. It's like, it's like watching, it's like porno on Showtime. Oh, on HBO, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's your diary, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but oh, I, I seen a titty, but it's oh, damn. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I breastuses, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know. Nah, uh, I was, yeah, I was, I, I, I thought I always thought he was funny. No, he's funny, but you know, I like him better in movies than in stand up. I think he's better in movies. The Cause it's just a movie that he didn't do. <laughs> he oh, yeah. did that movie. I saw that movie. He did that movie. He did not do it. He did not do a genie movie. He didn't. No, that's a Mandela effect. Is it? I yeah. swear, I thought he did that movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, Shaquille O'Neal did a. I know Shaquille O'Neal oh, did Jesus. it. I'm like, yo, he did. He didn't do that movie. Nah. I in my mind, I'm like, I swear, I saw this dude do that movie. I don't, hey, I don't mess with him like that. So if he did, or he did. <laughs> I swear, I seen it though. I'm like, in my mind, I'd be like, yo, I swear. Here's the thing though. I can't remember it. <laughs> you get what I mean? Man, yeah, that's the Mandela. Thing. I know. You think something, but it just. The, yo, and it, so, here's the thing. Like, I remember when people was doing that. So I'm like, send me, I'm going, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. And I'm like. Like Star think. Wars. Luke, I am your father. I'm like, that's not the line. That's no, not. It's not the line? No, it was. It was, no, I am your father. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> But because of the bass and all that other stuff, you know what I mean? I could. Yeah. I thought it was Luke. Oh, I did for the longest time too. I thought, until it's I really not Luke. Yeah, it really. You're not isn't. playing with me, right? I don't want to leave. Yo, 
Somebody you, in the comments, please, <laughs> please. You too, man. Right no, no, I don't want. No, I mean, for real, it's really not Luke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for Uncle Luke. He probably thought he was. Remember? Oh, he kicked. Yeah. Oh, he kicked off. He's doing all right. Yeah, all right. I guess. Oh, here's one. Uh, two Eddie Murphy comedies coming to America, or Harlem Nights. Oh, why did you do that to the, me? Oh my! This, this is really easy. Goodness. What do you mean it's easy. really easy? There's only one correct answer. What do you mean question. it's really easy? No, it's not. No, that is not easy. Let and him no, know. Here's, here's the thing, right? Let I don't know where he's going. Yeah, I already know where he's going. But he, as from a person from a comedy, I know what you're gonna say. But I have to disagree with you just for the simple fact that Harlem Nights is freaking hilarious. Thank you. It has so what many things in it, and it has so many comedians. And and I'm only saying it by a little bit because I love coming to America. Coming to I America is my all-time America. favorite. Don't get me wrong. I love coming to America, but Harlem Nights? Oh, my goodness. You got Richard Pryor. You got Red Fox. You got... Um, uh, um, 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 Arsenio Hall in there. You got Charlie Murphy in there. You got Robin uh, Harris. Robin Harris. Look, I'm not messed up. You might. You got Robin Harris in there. You got um the girl that shot the pinky toe. Della Reese. Della Reese in there. Man, you yo. One of my favorite parts of the movie is Arsenio Hall. Right. Uh, quick! <laughs> you, you shot my brother quick or whatever, and he's shooting the machine gun. He, and there's this one dude. <laughs> and he looks at her. He shoots again. A and he shoots again. Pop. Don't do that shit she no more. That little shit. That little shit. He hit him with the hat. Yo, I died. And then in the car when he shot him, he shot him. He's like, you shot him. You shot my brother. You did. He did. Like, Miguel Nunez Jr. was in that seat. It was yeah, in that seat. Like, oh a lot of people. You broke my nose. <laughs> yo, like, yo, just the, the whole part of it, like, uh, the, the, uh, it's, it is so many epic scenes. I, I'm not saying that it's by a long shot. That's right. like, to be honest, they came around around the same time, and you know, uh, uh, coming to America came out first. Ah, uh, it's just uh, coming to like I can watch both of them. Like I, I love when in coming to America, my favorite part is when he's like, "Hello, my neighbor." Fuck, fuck you. you. Yes, yes. yes. Fuck, fuck you too, Rick. <laughs> Yo, but here's the thing. I felt like Harlem Nights was funny from beginning to end. Where I felt like coming to America had funny parts, had but they had some they touched certain areas and stuff too. You know what I mean? The like, love story. The love, the love story, story and stuff like that, marrying who you want to be and all that yeah. other stuff. You know what I mean? Like the Jerry Curl stuff was a little bit played out for me, you know. Let your soul glow. Like it was yeah. funny. You know what I mean? But you know, I like I said I like comics. I think it was it, the story never made sense. It never made sense from beginning to end. It was just a bunch of stupid stuff. But it was just I don't know. But I understand why you say that though, because mm -hmm. coming to America is a tough, is a juggernaut. It's a juggernaut. But right. I'm just. Did you like part two? Oh my goodness. Okay, with part two, I was upset with part two for the simple fact that I think they put so they didn't they tried to they overcompensated. They didn't realize less was more. Less was more. Mm -hmm. Less was more. You know what I'm saying? They was putting all type of Michael Blackson in the movie. <laughs> Wesley Snipes in the movie. Then the father played off like he's dead. They had they had SWV in the movie. <laughs> it freaking uh the the what's the other female group? They, they uh, these people is singing and then you know what I mean? They had to, everybody had to had him a cameo and it was just too much and then the daughter and then you know what I mean? Like all it was like I felt like 
I'm like, you put you put so much effort into it. You know when you just do too much? Like, I love a cheese pizza, but if you put way too much cheese on it, it's not good. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I like an extra cheese pizza, but I don't like an extra, extra, extra cheese pizza. I got They you. put way too much in it. I, I give it a... It was nostalgic. It was nostalgic. A nostalgia trip. It was nostalgia. Ah, there you go. I'm be messing up the word. It was good because it was like, oh, coming to America, whatever, and like you know. But as far as, eh, it was, it was okay. I was, yeah. It's not. It wasn't bad. It wasn't I thought, bad I thought it was actually a very well written movie, even though you had all the extra Gaga into it. It's like yeah. there, it was very well written. The story did make sense, and then there was like certain Easter eggs that they did have that connected to yeah the original movie and that connected to trading places and you. Re- yeah, I remember, like, uh, like what I like was when they, you know, they played the character, like, him, him of him having that son, and they was able to go back and yeah. show, like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought that was pretty cool because with the technology and all that other stuff, but I think we waited so, it was so long overdue that I just think, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I felt like if you're going to do it, there's some things, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right, don't, you know what I mean? Like, a turkey sandwich is a turkey sandwich. All you need is lettuce and tomato, cheese, a little bit of mayonnaise. You start cutting up freaking avocado slices and zesty mayo and crunching chips on it and turn it into a panini. Next thing you know, I'm eating a turkey calzone. I asked for a turkey sandwich. Don't remember, I'm going to eat it. It's good. But come on, you're doing too much. And that's how I felt about it. Even like you said, it, 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 great, right? But I was just like, we could have did, we could have did without. And I felt like, his son was a terrible actor. Hmm. Has he done anything since? I haven't seen him in anything. <laughs> I think he didn't. And you watch every movie. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think he played a part good. I just, I think, he, I felt like he could have did a little better. That's just my opinion. No, I get you. I get you. All right. What else you got? Like, uh, Coming to America is an A plus. Part two is like a B minus. And I'm. I agree. I'm giving it, like, put it this way. They've got the B minus for the extra credit. It's really a C plus seventy eight. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree with that. That yeah, it's yeah, that's all. That's, that's where I'm at with it. That's where exactly where I'm at with it. So, that's uh, another one. Uh, how about uh, sitcoms? Uh, Fresh, oh. Fresh Prince of Bel Air or Martin? Martin, really? Martin, Martin over Fresh Prince all day, every day, all day, every day, even on a Sunday. Not knocking it. I will watch Martin all day, every day. Between the characters, between the setup, between how everything was. I'm gonna be honest with you. I felt like Fresh Prince was for for, for people that lived on the on the east side of Providence, the east side. <laughs> and if you watch Martin, you was from the south side. If you was from the West End, you watched Fresh Prince. You lived on the south uh, on the east side. You you went to Hope. You know what I mean? If you God you, damn. You, you, went, you went to Hope. You went to Hope. You lived in the Pawtucket. You know what I mean? Like you you know what I mean? Like you were, you were the light skinned Caverdian. If you listened, to, if you watched Martin, you was dark skin. You was gutter. You know what I mean? Like Martin Martin. Martin was for real niggas. And Fresh Prince was for light skinned niggas. That's just saying. I went to Hope. What the hell? <laughs> wow. I went to uh, Hope. I love Fresh Prince. See? See? Told you. Yeah. Told you. Told you. I told I you. I light skinned us. Uh, no, nah, but you, you went to Hope now. Nah, forget it. Nah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So then what was Shay where everybody's related? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> trading places. <laughs> it was trading, <laughs> trading places, I guess. I don't know. I'm saying, living single, living single. Yeah, we are yeah. living. <laughs> you single? <laughs> yo, you had me dying, yo. That if you was just like, will you meet you when you talk about like 
Where the Cape Verdeans and Pawtucket holla at girls. They're oh, like, yo, what you mean, you man. my cousin? <laughs> yo, I, I get that all the time, man. I get that all the time. Because I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yo, there have been times when I, I, they, I talk to girls or whatever. You got, if you mess with a Cape Verdean woman, you got to ask their last name, what island they from, where your grandmother from. You ask a few questions because you mess around. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a type of person, if I mess with you and the coochie's good and I know you was cousins, and we find out we was dating for like three or four months. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not quitting now. <laughs> I'm not gonna quit now. You know what I mean? Like, yo, imagine you like three, four months into the relationship, you smashing this, kissing this. Now you want me to quit? What if the coochie's really good, the best you ever had? Now you gotta stop. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah bro. Okay, that's nah. too deep side. That's too deep. Side that's why I ask questions because I don't want to get caught in that predicament. Because I know me. You know I mean? like, oh, now I gotta quit. Nah, hell you no. Gotta what? ask, especially even if you live in the South Side. Oh, man. oh, the old, like the older generation, they get me good. They're just sitting there like, oh yeah, like you related to Patty Saturday. or Brown? Yo, this happened to me Saturday, and they're just like. There's one lady, she was just talking to me very professionally. Oh, so we want to hire you for this, this, this. Oh, where are you from? I'm from Providence. Yeah, which which part of the South, South Providence? She just gave me that look. Who's your mother? Told her she was done. She talked to me like she known me for years after that. Oh, damn. <laughs> See, here's the thing, right? Like, my, you know what I mean? You have certain sets of, like, browns. You have certain sets of Smiths. Yeah. And you got Kilgores. You got Perry's. Johnson. You know what Johnson's. I mean? Johnson's. Johnson's. Yo, like, and the funny part is some of within their own family, they got beef. Like, this set of Browns don't like this set of Browns. You know what yeah. I mean? But they be family, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and then you got the Narragansett Indians over here. And then you got the uh, the Pequots. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? Like, yo, there'll be times when, like, I remember when somebody, you matter of fact, the other day somebody came up to me and it was like, hey, what's up, cuz? And I literally had it, cuz like I said, I'm terrible with names. And I was like, visual, visual. And I'm going through my visual Rolodex. I'm like, oh, hey. I'm like, yo, it took me like a good two or three minutes. She's looking at me like, you better figure out who I am real quick. <laughs> it yeah, I guess I like that. Most of the time, I have a pretty good memory, though. It's like, you got to remember people from like high school. Mm. Like, what high school did you go to? I went to Cranston East. Did you? Yeah, I moved to Cranston when I was, I moved to Cranston when I was ten. Oh, so you don't dodge those bullets? You don't know nobody. Well, no. Nah, here's here's the thing. My dad, well, I grew up on the West End, mm -hmm. and like I said, when I grew up on the West End, it was bad. You know what I mean? So my dad was like, "Yo, we gotta get the hell up out of here." So we moved to Cranston. So I moved to Cranston. But here's the thing, I moved in Cranston, but you know, Cranston is close to Providence, so right. I know a lot of people from Edgewood. If you know people from Edgewood, you know people from Washington Park. Park. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like. I didn't no. escape nothing. Go I just, I'm like, oh, those are the dudes on the south side. So everybody who went to Cranston East, they lived in Providence. They won't tell you this. <laughs> they lived in Broad Street, all that other stuff. I had a whole bunch of friends. They lived on Broad Street, but they went to Cranston East because, you know, you just act like you, oh, I lived on that address because nobody wanted to go to Central. So they went to Cranston East, but it was all, it was, yeah. Yo, grown, I will say this, though, like, since, since you mentioned, like, that line, going to Roger Williams, it seemed like, the poor people lived in the South Side. Mm -hmm. The richer kids lived in uh, Washington Park. Mm -hmm. You cross that bridge and like... Boom. Boom. That's it. It was a whole new world. Like two different worlds. And the funny part is they're literally like half a mile. It's not, it's not, not they're, it. They're, they're you like just, right next to each other. You, you just cross the bridge. Over. You literally cross the bridge. Byfield over to... I think it's called... I think it's Ford Street. Whatever. I can't like, remember what street, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like where the uh, Autopod store is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One difference. 
You just cross the highway. That's it. It's like a whole different world. A whole different world. A whole different world. Yeah. yeah. Families owned houses over there. <laughs> While everybody else is paying rent. Oh. And you had the projects right there. You had uh, Roger Williams projects right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the funny those Roger Williams projects. I see. I don't. I don't know how old you are. I, I grew up. I was born in eighty three. Eighty four. Eighty four. So I grew up when Broad Street was black. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes. Now Broad Street's only black from Bell's Funeral Home and down. If you pa- like, once you go to the hospital and up, you that's Little Dominican Republic. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Juan Sanchez Boulevard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Tony's, I used to be, a, I, I just watched the hood. I remember it got to a point where at Tony's Market. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yo, when I seen where Tony's Market was, that, after that I started getting spent, I was like, I started to get worried. But now I'm like, all we got is like Bell's Funeral Home, and that's it. And and that area sucks. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, all the stuff's shot up. They don't yeah. move dominoes like eight different times. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I grew up on that era, so like, you know what I mean? Like, and I grew up on the West End, but people on the West End was cool with a lot of people on the South Side. Yeah. Because you had the West End, well, West End with the intruders and all that other stuff. My dad actually was a coach for the West End. He actually helped start the West End intruders back in the day. But you know what I'm saying? So people, if you went to Gilbert Stewart, you know what I mean? Like, you could be on the West End or the South Side. You know what I mean? Because that borderline. That, board, that Elmwood, borderline. Elmwood was that borderline. That Elmwood was that borderline or whatever. So we was always cool whatever, but. It was the East Side dudes that nobody liked. You know what I mean? It was the East Side dudes that nobody the liked. The East Side versus South Side beef. I have no idea how that started. And that went on for years. Is that even, hopefully I, I don't even think it's a thing no more. But you know what I mean? Like, I remember, like, yo, back in the day, a scent versus hope, hope game. You should, That's you probably how it early. started. You better leave early. Matter of fact, I think it got to a point where they put them in different divisions on purpose. Like, nah, yo, we're good. Good, I think yo. so. Go nah, play I think Tome, so. It yo. was that bad. Yeah, it, it was that bad. <laughs> Go play West Warwick. Yo. Go play Kingston. Nah, we, God forbid. Good. Oh, man. When we had the hot nights. Oh, snap. Back in the day. Damn, I remember that. And it was like, I remember this one year. I remember this one year when, um, like, Ja Rule and the whole I mean, Ashanti came out. So, the whole, you know, they was popping at the time before that G Unit tidal wave mm-hmm. washed them away. Yep. Ja Rule got on stage and was like, yo, I hope you rep your set. East side, south side. You heard one, once he heard east side, one crew, you know, mm-hmm. one set started screaming. South side, the other set started screaming. I'm like, this is going to be bad. Obviously, Ja Rule's visiting. He ain't know. Yeah, he ain't know. He ain't supposed to say no stuff like that. But he said that. I'm like, this ain't going to be good. Like, you already knew that was about to be a problem. He didn't give a damn. He didn't give a damn. <laughs> he got paid. Yeah, he got paid and he bounced. <laughs> My work here is done. Yeah, yeah pretty much, man. <laughs> now, I, I will say, though, I miss Providence being, you know what I mean, like how it used to be. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love when Broad Street had a mix. You know what I mean? It like, was, I like when Broad Street had a mix because it was black, it was Spanish, it, it had a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Like, it had a little bit of every, Cambodian. Like, mm-hmm. they had a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? But now, I, don't get me wrong, my Dominicans, they went over there, they just took the damn thing over. over. I'm like, yo, you got bachata in the CVS, man? Stop. <laughs> like, yo, there's a store. Like, you, you play yo, at the CVS, bro. You don't play bachata at the CVS. It's like, like you don't five different. Do there's like five different clubs in that one block. Yo, in that one block, <laughs> it, right at the CVS, there's five different clubs <laughs> if you just stand there and turn. <laughs> yo, all you got to do is stand there and turn. You go, oh, damn, there's one, two, three, four, five. And yo, they got, yo, they literally got eight chimney, 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 chimney trucks yeah. within, within each other. 
Yeah, yeah. right next to right each next other. to each other. And what we do the double chimney, we don't do the regular chimney. You go to the other, we do regular chimney, we don't do double chimney. And I'm like, yo, how y'all even making money? Come to find out, they're probably all cousins. I believe it. For I believe real. it. Johnny's is the kingpin now. But uh, of the chimney trucks. Yeah, <laughs> they have much more of a selection than like house and their chimney. You know? Yeah, there's one place. All there's one truck. All it does is chimneys. That's it. That's all you can La get. Casa. You, yep. That's it. See, I you remember the name. I don't remember the names like that. Oh, that's because I went there like a couple of months back. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't like, I think I'm moving truck. That's all they do is chimneys. Then they got another truck that does chimneys. You can get a double chimney. You can get all this. But then they got the pastelitos, the bolas yeah. de yucas. They got. Um, they got the pinchos. They got all that stuff. They got a little bit of extra stuff. So you're like, all right, cool. I think I'm overdue. I'm overdue. Overdue for the, yeah, yeah. yeah I need to go there. I, go? I need to go there. On the south side this weekend? No, you're not there, bro. No. You're not. There. I mean, I'll be at uh, you, you 171 Chestnut on Friday. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. You're not gonna get a. You're not gonna go to that truck. You're gonna go get one of those gentrified freaking <laughs> plates over there with that they got them gentrified joints. You're gonna get like a Johnson and Wales. Catering company <laughs> truck or something. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I hit you up like, yo, I'm on Broad Street. Yo, bring some of that shit. <laughs> I go right up there too. I, don't, I live close to Broad Street anyway. <laughs> but yeah, but we are gonna be somewhere at once. We are gonna be at 171 Chestnut. Yeah, May 6th, man. May 6th, we're gonna be there. Um, yo, man, May 6th is gonna be cool. Is yo, like I said, matter of fact, I just. I supposed to do the. I supposed. I'm gonna send them the video. I'm gonna do a promo video. I just gotta put a little bit of music behind it. But yo, this will be the third installment, man. Yo, Black Sav is gonna be hosting it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be headlining. Alan's gonna be on it. Dan's gonna be on it. My man's gonna be DJing. You got another DJ set. too. Um, uh, big up to Side Dog. Yep, Side Dog's gonna be there, man. Juan's gonna be there. Yo, yo. Come out, oh, I'm man. excited. Yo, just come out. Like I said, I, you if you heard what I, you know what I mean? You heard how I'm getting, yo, I'm 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 getting down that day. That's it. I'm just letting you know. Matter of fact, I'm roasting Providence. I'm roasting all Rhode Island. I'm going <laughs> I'm do I'm gonna talk mad junk. I'm gonna act up. I'm gonna act up. I'm gonna represent. I'm gonna act up. But be there. Come to old come to the old art bar. I didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> old art bar. It's alchemy, but now but yeah. it's like, yo, when no. they changed that shit, I was like, why don't y'all just keep your art bar and just call it? You know what I mean? Like, don't like, do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I mean? I think tax purposes. Nah, nah, you know. No, nah, I get it, though. But that place is lit. So, yeah, definitely come through. I don't care what they say. As soon as I went in there, I was like, this is still art bar. Y'all didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you go to a different club, you're like, oh, they changed it. Like, remember when they did had Elements? And then they changed it to, like, level two? You see? Hold on. I'm just laughing because of the simple fact you said Elements. <laughs> Yo, Elements was my joint. All right, and then they changed the level. Two. I was like, "Yo, they did something different." They, you know, they they just they they switched up a few things, put a dude in a couple of signs. All right, I was just like, "You should say bar one. Oh damn! Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to go there, bro? I used to be like Garcia's. I used to Smith be like Street. Garcia's, <laughs> Smith Street. What? Shoot, that's how my oldest daughter got here, yo. Mess with them Puerto Rican girls. Oh, man. <laughs> Garcia's. <laughs> but yeah, check us out this Friday at Alchemy's start time is seven, right? Um, yeah, start time is seven. Yeah, you know I mean we do that so you can get settled in, get your drinks, get your seating, and whatever the case may be. And then the show, you know what I mean? You know, depending on you know probably between like eight, eight fifteen, eight thirty, depending on if y'all there when you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? If you're I there when you're it. supposed to be, then I can leave on time because I got stuff to do. 
Okay, I got things to do. I got hot pockets to make with no shirt on at eleven o'clock, and that's what I want to do on a Friday. All right, I want to live dangerous. I want that when I bite the hot pocket, the little stuff. Yeah, and then I want because I ain't got no shirt on. Like, oh, I want to do that. You know what I mean? At eleven o'clock, I hopefully, but y'all gonna be late, so I won't be able to do it. But anyway, better not be late. I'm opening. <laughs> damn, I can't even give you my song request. I'd be like, God damn! I, ho- I hope y'all don't switch in the middle. Y'all better not. Whatever happens, right, happens. You know, I'm gonna talk to Juan. I'm be like, hey, listen, don't be, you know what I mean? Don't don't be like, oh, he gonna do it, and then at like eight fifteen, like don't don't play with me because then I gotta tell the DJ. We're gonna talk. Anyway. We will, we will. I'll be at soundcheck anyway. All right, cool. That's what's up. <laughs> but yeah, and also we want to give a big shot sponsor to our spon- sponsor. Uh, sponsor, a shout I'm out freaking, to yeah. our sponsor. Yeah, yes. I'm acting. Yes, a big shout out to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce. Silk City. That's right, Silk City. Where you get your hot and your silky at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like I could fit, you know how I could picture doing that? Like Barry White should say that shit. Man, if we- Barry White or Nate Dog. I could picture Nate Dog saying that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like a Barry, like, you know what I mean? Like, not to say that you're not good at it. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Right. That's a sensual sauce. Okay. That's very it. You gotta have me try you have any left? What's up? Oh, I have a I have a couple. Okay, we gotta have you try it. Nah, yo, the way he said it, he was on some like you asking for my personal stash, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I, I be like that couple. too sometimes. Like, and he looked at you like, yo, I, I got a couple, but I mean, I didn't make chicken, so I'm not gonna waste it. <laughs> you know I mean, like, there's no wings here. I'm not about to put this on a chip for you to taste. Like, don't disrespect. <laughs> but yeah, uh, SilkCityHotSauce.com. Uh, Silk City. Yeah, use the promo code Codex. You'll get fifteen percent off your order. I all need to sorts. Change that Kodak. I meant that code. That code. They need to change that code. They need to change that shit to silky. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think it's taken. Yeah. And we Codex Prime, so you know. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, all sorts of delectable flavors: erotic fever, badass Jew, mango madness, ram skull. Uh, even their Did maple. Did you say Ramskull? Ramskull, yeah. yeah, that's a brand new. Uh, that's the new blueberry, blueberry flavored one. Yeah, like after Skeletor because he wore purple and He Man. I love He Man. Yeah, there it is. Over Thundercats. There you go. No argument there. Yeah, I'm so... not. Gonna, no, I'm not gonna. You no, know, you know, I'm not gonna argue because of that remake that they made a couple of years ago that shouldn't be mentioned. What the Thundercats? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, SilkCityHotSauce.com, Pro- promo code, uh, Codex, that's C-O-D-E-X, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Ooh. All right, you can get our merch at Infamous Customs. Just go to Instagram.com forward slash Infamous Customs to get your shirts. And then also, you can find us everywhere on Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter, Codex Prime Cast, on, obviously on AOL. Facebook. AOL. <laughs> you know we should as a joke <laughs> find them on AOL you know what I mean MySpace Hotmail Black Planet you know Yup. Yep. GeoCities yo when they turn us off he got a sidekick <laughs> he, he still <laughs> he got a sidekick uh, yo, yo, you want to hear something crazy? When remember they had the sidekick, they would give you a, a, a spit, yo T-Mobile because I had to. T-Mobile would give you like an option of doing your own email, Bruh, Tell me why I put the most niggerish shit on there as an email. Not even think because I was like young, I was trying to be cool. I was like, yo, t- Tupac Thug Life kill niggas. Not- <laughs> Do you have that chime when you open it? <laughs> no, the worst part is people are like, yo, so what's your email? I'd be like, uh. <laughs> 
I'd be so scared to put that shit on. I G G. Dot 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 net. Yeah, put that on a resume. For real? <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, I, did. Oh, I did. I got the job too. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I lied. I was like, that's my brother. That's the only email. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's cool. Worked at Stanley Steamer for six years because of that shit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Too much emotion for people. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Kuze, thank you for coming on. Thank you, man. This was fun, yo. I got to say, I love y'all show. This was fun. But y'all put me in a few predicaments. I ain't like, yeah, that off the wall stuff. I ain't like that. Don't you do that. All right? That's what we do. All right? And there was a few questions. I ain't like, don't do that no more. <laughs> WCW Revenge or No Mercy? No Mercy. I told you I was a WCW. <laughs> I'm going with the WCW, man. What? I was walking All around. Right. I was walking around with the uh, with, with, when Hogan was bad. The I NWO mean, shit. Yeah, what? NWO? <laughs> I'm going to be my favorite wrestler was Gold, uh, Goldberg. Ooh. Then they put the chest plate when he. I was mad at that match. My man was undefeated for a minute. <laughs> Bro, I hate him. <laughs> oh, for good reason, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yo, y'all brought me back, bro. Y'all really did, man. That's Thank y'all for having me. This, yo, I love this. Man, yeah. I gotta come back. Oh, you. Oh, the doors are already open. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, metaphorically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just but sure. uh. But yeah, uh, thank y'all for watching and listening. Once again, thank you, Mr. Kuze, for being on our show. Thank uh, you. Yeah, um, that's about it. I'll catch us next week. Uh, we'll be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming out yeah. this Friday as well. Yeah. Um, I seen the preview of that movie. That movie looks lit. I've been hearing good things too. Doctor Strange, man, I like him. He does his little move and shoop. I'm like, yo, yeah. Thanos couldn't beat them. That was a lie. I got some. I got. We're not gonna talk about it. Oh no, I'm. We we don't. uh, We we pass our time. Yeah. Yeah. But big shout outs to John Aponic. Yo, May second was the first. The it's five years since we took over the show. That's right. May second, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Since since our show became a two man show from then on. Yeah. Damn, five years. I know. Time flies. Like. You think? Yeah. But but yeah yeah thank you John for the for the for the shout out there. Uh, so yeah, like, like I said, tune in next week. We'll be talking about uh, the new Doctor Strange movie, and we got some other stuff down to, coming down the pike as well. So that's about it. That's that's our time. And of course, as we all know, uh, coming to America is better than Harlem Nights. And you want to know what else is better than Harlem Nights? Boomerang and Holy Man and Showtime <laughs> and and uh, wow, <laughs> lie, utter disrespect. Lies. And and oh and oh and, and here's a, here's another fun fact lies. before we before we wrap Lying. up. You want to know? What, you you want to know? He said that, Showtime. You want to know what else is better than Harlem Nights? He better not say Meet Dave. Oh no, I'm not gonna go that far. Uh, <laughs> Bowfinger, and I'll even say this: Vampire in Brooklyn was funnier than Harlem Nights. That's our time, y'all. Thanks for coming out. Peace out, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. You are lying.